Well, good morning out there, and happy White Elephant Day, P1s. Today is December 8th, and this is the 2021 edition of the Tickets White Elephant. This ticker is service of Maestro Dobel Tequila and Reliant Air Conditioning. It is 5.30 in the morning for you six terrestrial listeners, and for those of you streaming, just look at your clock. It's whatever time it is you're listening to us at. The voice you're hearing right now is that of Blake Jones, spare midday producer here on the station. My cohorts for this 5.30 to 10 a.m. shift will be along shortly. But I want to get this day started with an instructional audio piece. There will be many different people here delivering tickers on these airwaves. And I want to provide some help, a how-to guide, if you will, for those that normally don't do tickers. So, Mino, let's pop in that CD over there I found, and let's get get some uh, do's and don'ts on how to do a ticker. Well, hello there. This is your online crash course for Intro to Tickers. For Beginners 101, the prerequisite to the training video, How to Do Tickers for Dummies 102. Today, we will learn all of the basics for how to do a ticket ticker. So get out your notepads and number two pencils, newbies, and strap in as we hear some real life footage of some tickers past to teach you what to do and what not to do to get you prepared to do your very own ticket ticker. Okay. The first topic I want to cover is your script and how you mustn't ever deviate from said script. Never leave the script, never. But if you do, pretend you didn't make a mistake and move on. I've gone on to win. Uh, our, looking at the uh, the win order, they Miami is uh, one. I'm sorry, they're, they're going to win. That's the likelihood. Anyways, uh, your next ticket ticker is at 7.30. Sometimes in your script, you'll have to read info from sports you know nothing about. When you get to that point, simply read that sentence in the cadence of reading a hostage note. Lance Armstrong will only have two guys who will be in their first year of racing with the U.S. Postal Team when he takes the takes to the streets of France for trying to win his sixth Tour de France title. Six guys who rode with him and helped him win. I hope you never have to encounter this in your career, but if you do have to read an autopsy or report on how someone died, treat the family with respect. Despite the fact that traces of cocaine were found in his pee-pee, the death of Julius Irving's son, Corey, has been ruled accidental. Last month, the ni- <laughs> Last month, the 19-year-old was found submerged in his car in a pond near the family's home. <laughs> if for some reason you're in the year 2007, you're going to want to have a killer ticker tease ready to go to make people want to stick around for another 30 seconds to hear your two-day-old sports update. Here's a couple of examples. I'm Michael Krennic. Why the Chargers... Make it tough for the boys. The Lakers make the call. All that and next on the Ticket Ticker. If you've done a couple of these tickers and you're feeling confident, maybe you've completed our course Sick Tick, the art of the perfect ticker, you can inject a heroin needle directly into your arm during a ticker tease. I'm Layla, a missing Baylor player in her interest in federal interest. That sounds like a ticket ticker. Now that we've handled script situations and teases, let's discuss being ready for that ticker and opening jingle. Before every ticker, you're going to want to make sure nothing else is playing from your computer. Otherwise, you might end up with a situation like this. Ticket ticker. You also want to make sure your voice is prepped and ready to go. 
keep some lozenges or warm tea by your side to keep situations like this from happening. Deborah, Deborah Norville's exclusive interview with a woman bike rider attacked by a mountain lion continues how she got away. Only on Inside Edition. But if you do happen to get choked up or lose your voice, simply get really angry and demand a break. Ticker is a service of new breaks, God Almighty. <laughs> right before I turn my mic on. New... Go to break. <laughs> Don't confuse God Almighty. The news. Getting a rasp in your throat is completely normal. So is coughing. We as human beings can't avoid it. And the worst thing is you can never feel a cough coming. That's why we recommend coughing and sneezing directly into the microphone for all the world to hear. Today in Hamilton is expected to be up soon. <coughs> the Pelicans tip off tomorrow is at 730. <coughs> from the league on the stadium lease. <laughs> is still playing out with Rams owner <coughs> Stan Kroenke making plans to build a stadium in Inglewood. <coughs> Last season, of- the next topic to be discussed here in Intro to Tickers for Beginners 101, the prerequisite to the training video How to Do Tickers for Dummies 102, is what to do when the inevitable happens. You stumble. Now we all stumble. Even our prize graduate Jason Kellison will mess up from time to time. But when he does, he is one of the best at recovering. Here are some examples of what to do if you happen to mess up. First, you can try giving up. Friday evening when they take on the Memphis Grizzlies. By the way, the owner, the, uh, the general manager of the Dallas Mavericks... Are we still on the air? Who's uh, saying anything? All right, it's 618. Wow. It's okay if you mess up. Just turn it into a really funny noise. All over the road, like this ticker. Watch for that in the game. An MMA MMA website is... Ramon Sessions, while also showing interest in the recently amnestied... uh, Recently amnestied Elton Brand and Marcus Camby. If you do happen to make a mistake, end your sentence curtly so everyone knows you took it personally. The Mavericks play... The uh, Mavericks play tomorrow. But then again, maybe the best way to cover up a mistake is to ask to start over again and hope everyone forgets your on-air blunder. The AL West, Cowboys just three practice... uh, Rather, they are rather... Let me try and start again on the right line. They're just two weeks away. No, not the beginning of the ticker. The Cowboys are just two weeks away from the first preseason game, August 13th at Oakland. Mavericks, uh, well, they're, uh, let me try that again, sorry. Mavericks' schedule gets to its toughest point now. (laughs) Boy, that was a train wreck. Now here's one lesson every good ticker person knows. If you happen to stumble, you need to make sure you speak as fast as you possibly can to try to fast forward through the rest of the sentence as to trick the audience into thinking you didn't just poop your pants verbally. The first three first half scores starting off to first starting off to three first half scores in a 31-21 win over the Pittsburgh Steelers Thursday night at the Link and to beat the Seabass. Our next ticket ticker is at 10:10 with Sean on uh, breaking uh what? I'm Rich, Rich? Phillips. Hey, hey hi. Reminding the P1s to be one. Tune us in, turn it up, keep it on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Now for the tricky stuff. 
You're typically going to get all fastballs here at the ticket, tickers at 10 and 50 past every hour, but if your ticker is for some reason skipped, you must speak up for yourself. Demand that ticker. The ticket. The ticket! Ah! Radio! Radio! Alert! Alert! This is what golf is doing. You're on the air. I have a question for you guys. Can you pause for a ticker? Oh. Way to go, Mino. (laughs) (laughs) And then sometimes the board op will grow so bored of your tickers that he leaves during your ticker. So you must throw it to the musical genius next to you to come up with lyrics to the bed music. I'm Ty Walker on Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. We have no board up. So the ticker continues. It's the ticker song. Sports updates on two times an hour. It's the ticket, ticket song. Ty Walker sucks, but he still is here anyway. It's the ticket, ticket song. I don't like these lyrics. I was jamming. And that does it for Intro to Tickers for Beginners 101. Don't forget to sign up for the next class, How to Do Tickers for Dummies 102. Until then, good luck out there. The great Gordo is in his morning drive element. Everyone else is playing way out of position. During the tickets, White Elephant Day. Brought to you by Hari Mari, Stoli Vodka, and Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. Well, welcome, white elephant human beings. Sports Radio 96.7, The Ticket. Where it's 5.40, and we are beginning another historic White Elephant Day. We've got an all-star crew assembled this morning, drafted and procured by me. My name is Corby Davidson, where I thought long and hard about (laughs) who to bring on my squad. My squad consists of, in the control room right now, David Mino, my old friend. Hi, David. Good morning, Corby. Blake Jones, back, who you just back. heard do a wonderful, exemplary 530 ticker. Congratulations, Do you Blake. like it? Thank you, Corby. And Blake brought food. Yeah. McDonald's. Team Don't player. speak. You're not allowed to speak. Nobody knows yeah. that you're here. Ty Walker is Hi, in Corby. the ticket ticker room. Hi, Corby. You don't need to be. Oh, dear. Uh, well, you know. I know I you feel comfortable need- in your little hole. I had some stuff I needed to put in okay. for later. All right. Well, you're more than welcome so to come in So I'll move in, in there later. He's institutionalized. Yes. He really is. More comfortable. Oh, yeah. Stop it. Just uh, where I go. I, I just want a trump card for everything. I, no rules now apply to me. <laughs> There's no broadcasting rules. Sitting to my left <laughs> from noon to three. I have executive privilege on everything. In the hang zone, Jake Kemp. <laughs> Thank you. Whoa! <laughs> I was pretty excited to be the first overall pick, and then I started to suspect this was a, uh, a situation like when Roger Goodell made the Cowboys take Michael Sam. <laughs> no, no. You are our Michael Sam. <laughs> and then directly across from me. Uh, where's Gordon? From the morning show. Doctor. Ladies and gentlemen. Aeneas. None other than. Gordon. Yes. Keith. Thank you. Thank you, America. 
This is the day we've all been waiting for. This is the day. Look in front of you. That I forgot was happening today. Look in front of your face. What? Blake brought these for everyone. I saw this. Yeah. Who does that? What are you trying to tell me, Blake? You brought me two. Jeez, man. Make sure you say shit. Am I that Jack Black-like now? I I brought everybody two. Are you not a two-sandwich guy for breakfast? No. Really? Yeah. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. That means Jake's going to look like me here in about five years. (laughs) Two two feels like a yellow light. (laughs) Oh, no. Really? Well, You probably don't do sides or anything. I don't, but I do get egg on there. I'm not a fan of the... No hash browns? That's something. Here's how I do This it. particular restaurant has really good hash browns. They do, so here's how I make myself feel better. Is it really a restaurant? Go I on, ordered two sandwiches, but only one hash brown. So it's like, all right, you know, it's not two uh-huh. full combo meals. <laughs> well, Blake also brought the Jerry salt shaker in case you oh, want really? really. The one you just take the top off of and start dumping it on there. I've seen you do that. I've never done that. I've seen you do that. You've put it on pizza. I've seen it. Salt. Seen it. Is, you're full of such lies. I'm, I'm not. I'm not lying. Nothing. Okay. He's he's obviously not woken up. Where he's rubbing his eyes over there, like a four year old. I'm not lying. Nothing. <laughs> Idiot. You know. Uh, so every year it feels like that. I swear, nine out of ten years I've done this shift for White Elephant, which I'm fine Craig, with. Craig and George swear that they get the same shift every year too. I don't get it. You're never on here though. I don't think I've worked with you in yeah, so I've long. Moved, I've moved around a bit. But I don't think you've done mornings in a long time yeah. for White Elephant. Which, I I'm, I wish that that's part of the deal, and I don't know why you were thrown in the in the queue of being able to work your own shift. That's how little they think of you. Yeah. I just want to let you know that. That's how preordained the draft seems to be. There. Hey. I, I don't... What? First pick over here. <laughs> let him be. I know. I don't want to ruin his dreams. <laughs> let him be. But um, I don't, I, I seriously, because I'm sure you don't do this anymore, but every single year I do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I try to go to sleep. I can't. Mm-hmm. It's impossible because I'm too jacked up about thinking about waking up at 4.30. And so then when I finally do go asleep, go to sleep at like 12.30, <laughs> go asleep. What did I say? <laughs> go asleep. Go asleep. I wake up every hour on the hour. And I shoot out of bed like, uh, oh God, I'm yeah, late. like the exorcist girl, like, boom. <laughs> you start with a crucifix then. <laughs> right. And you just kind of, that'd be a weird way to wake up every hour on the hour. You look at the clock and then you're like, <gasps> and then you go back. And then one hour later, it's the same thing. Up until Jake, I have woke you seen up, the exorcist? I have. Yeah. And it messed me up because in an odd turn of events for an atheist, everything God related scares me. <laughs> That shows you there. Yeah. Deepest fear is that any what, horror what movie wrong? that has a spiritual implication. Uh huh. Why does I agree? Some, some, some don't I just, seem right with how much this bothers me. I just watched some scenes from The Exorcist like like three weeks ago online, and it uh, the scenes were still pretty creepy. Like they got every psychological element of creepiness in there. Just the way she's at various times they're cutting to her. Sometimes she's just doing lizard tongue for no reason. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, other times, you know, when she just starts laughing, uh, eyes rolled back, <laughs> and when something else is going on, and then Sex, there was this, uh, yeah. uh, there was this time where they look over at her, and they just she looks over at the priest, and she just starts kind of uh, 
gently vomiting. <laughs> it was just so weird. Like, just kind of just oozing out of her mouth, and just staring at him. <laughs> but yeah, the the Greg stuff is real, yeah. real creepy. What the must... thing she does with the crucifix, and then when she <laughs> grabs her mom's shoulders and like, <laughs> like big muffin mate. Whatever. What must have human beings thought when that came out? Dude, they said that there were people that were like crawling out of the theater <laughs> trying to get out of there because it freaked them out so bad. Because that that was a thing that, that would have been awesome. I think that one really upped the game, right? There was nothing before it that was quite that intense. No, I think because uh, that was seventy three, four, something like that. And and I think the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which didn't have mass appeal like The Exorcist, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I think was at the time like a drive-in theater movie. Yeah, it was kind of a cult, yeah. classic. But The Exorcist was wide release, and it had a huge cast, mm-hmm. and it was behind a, a massive studio, and it's a threat. In a way that the Texas Chainsaw Massacre isn't. Like, mm-hmm. your pastor didn't have to address the Chainsaw Massacre. Right. I like, imagine that there was a full quarter of a year of sermons dedicated to The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. I got a... You know what's fascinating to me? I don't think I've ever seen a trailer for The Exorcist. Like, how do they try to present this? They tried to market it as a romantic comedy. <laughs> Tonight! <laughs> uh, let's see. 1973... The Exorcist trailer. All right. Oh, this should go oh, well. No, <laughs> me. Well, it's a trailer. <laughs> okay. uh, it's a red band like, trailer. Make it big. They were running this like after uh, <laughs> after All in the Family and stuff. From Warner Brothers <laughs> Communication. Here we go. From Warner Brothers. Bugs Bunny intros it. Car pulls up to a. Something beyond comprehension is happening to a little girl on this street. In this house, a man has been sent for as a last resort to try and save her. It's all disturbing photos of the girl. Yeah, I'm out. I can't look at that anymore. You can't even look at it? Dude, it's all black and white, like jump cuts to her face. That's so creepy. Out. (laughs) Golly, that's pretty good. Yep, out. And I think the demon at one point is commanding them to do stuff to the girl, like Grexual. Yeah. Do it, Karis. Do it. You want her. So, like, when you were seeing whatever yeah. movie of the day, the the French Connection, uh-huh. this was the trailer. Yeah, the trailer's... It's weird, man. We we just... We put up with a lot more... I don't know. Hang time in trailers then, too. Uh, yeah, Under I mean, the quick that's cut. all... This is literally two minutes of disturbing photos of her. The Exorcist by William Freak. And she did the spider walk down the stairs, too. Uh, that was they, really creepy. <laughs> how did they do all that? I don't know. They back had to teach her. No, they she didn't had to learn to how to do it. Teach her. Uh, here, here's one more. There's one more theatrical trailer. trailer. Let's see if it oh, holds up. What, what a way to start our day. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Demonic possession. Yeah, this, is a, this is a Christmas-themed show. Oh. Well, I didn't. Somewhere between science and superstition. There is another world. James Earl Jones, isn't it? The world of darkness. 
Come on, Jake. Look at it. Oh, that sound. expected it. All right. Yeah. Nobody believed it. And nothing could stop it. There are no experts. You probably know as much about possession as most priests. Look, your daughter doesn't say she's a demon. She says she's the devil himself. I'm telling you that that thing upstairs isn't my daughter. Now, I want you to tell me that you know for a fact that there's nothing wrong with my daughter except in her mind. You tell me you know for a fact that an exorcism wouldn't do any good. You tell me that! Gordon, your time around the church growing up in the South, did you ever... Were you ever around people who believed in the exorcisms? Uh... I don't remember it being talked about that much. No, maybe more like of a urban Catholic legend. Deal. No, I think it was when we were kids, or at least I remember. Oh yeah, it that because way. we we grew up during the Satanic Panic days when they were always devil worshippers in the woods, and that yes. came back though. Whenever like in the early nineties, yeah, like West Memphis Three and stuff mm-hmm. like that. My neighbor that I've told you before that played with OJ, yeah, he did exorcisms. What do you mean he did them? He like, was a, he was a freelance exorcist. He was a pastor, and he. This is part of his. But I mean, like people like this, Dude, or just people that like were smoking weed. No, and they're like, my yeah. child is possessed by the devil. It would be people. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll it's a lighter. Form. I'm an exorcist. <laughs> then the, hey, dude, man, <laughs> you got to quit the weed. <laughs> it's lighter yeah, than the dramatization. There, but, uh, we did it. But people like he had tapes of it from his office, and people would shake and they would turn their head all crazy directions. And that is weird because there are be people speaking in tongues. I'm serious. People do present. Like that, like symptoms. I'm not so saying like, it's the devil someone, that's causing. They're it, not doing they're, the whole crucifix in the. Yeah, yeah. That, that was. <laughs> there's someone <laughs> a movie in Belgium that didn't need to happen in the city of Dallas right now. Yeah, that is talking in smoker voice and yeah, claiming they're the devil, rolling their eyes around. Can you imagine opening your kid's room and that's going on? And correspondingly, there's someone that thinks they can fix them. Uh huh. And the family reaches out. This is a real thing. I'm telling you. I think yeah. that the one I would be okay with crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at him when he does it. <laughs> the uh, the Tasmanian devil from Looney Tunes. Yeah, that's what, like. like. what the devil I'd be okay with that. I would not be okay with gently throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the things that creeped me out the most just, when I was watching. It was like this real subtle moment. He just kind of, she just kind of looks over at him while he's trying to talk and do all his Bible stuff. Yeah, she just looks over and goes, oh. <laughs> "Green coming out of her mouth like a green snake." Green. <laughs> all right. Well, Merry Christmas, indeed, everyone. Have you finished introducing everyone? Do we get? Yeah, get everyone's there? in. Everyone's okay. here. Everyone is present and accounted for. All right. Ty Walker's uh, our possessed demon today. (laughs) (laughs) He'll be talking like Terry Bradshaw slash the Tasmanian (laughs) devil. You know, I I just... (laughs) The Panthers. All right. It's 5.53. We'll come back. This ticker is brought to you by Cheese and Crackers. I can't find it. Who's leveraging this, Ty? Groobs at his Bob Steak and Chop House and Maestro Dobell Tequila. Thank. The Dallas Mavericks basketball squadron played the Brooklyn Nets of Brooklyn at the American Airlines Center, known as the AAC, last night. 
The teams embarked upon a spirited contest in which the victor had more hoop makes than the losing team, which didn't. Jason Kidd was asked by the assembled media how he felt about the game. Jason Kidd is my name, and basketball is my game. I can pass the ball, dribble, and shoot a J. You know what? This isn't a day to talk about sports. Let's talk about farts. The best, most used fart drop of all time is colloquially known as Fart 14 in the ticket's audio files. Up next is the commander farting while recording a spot in a production studio. Yeah, the kids like that. And who can forget the big fart? Certainly not me. And now here's a montage of other fun farts. And now for live reaction, let's go to Doyle King. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry, that's funny. <laughs> oh, oh. Ty, who is this ticker a service of? Groobs, it's Roland Technology Group, a proud sponsor of this year's Normathon. If your company is looking for 24-7 flat rate, all-inclusive DFW-based technology support and cybersecurity, Call Roland Tech at 972-642-9025 or visit RolandTech.com today to schedule a consultation. Now back to more fun. Thank <laughs> That is the Ticket Ticker. I'm Grooves on Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310 The Ticket. Oh, and I almost forgot. Moment of silence for Medina Spirit right now. Uh, Paul in... Uh, what? Later, Fart Knockers. This is Sports Radio 96-7-13-10, The Ticket. <laughs> wow. Broadcasting live from the TXU Energy Mothership. KTCK-AM Dallas-Fort Worth. KTCK-FM Flower Mound. A cumulus media station. It's Wake and Jake, plus Blake and Corby, Gordo and Ty, too. White Elephant Day Mornings. Brought to you by Hari Mari, Stoli Vodka, Stop and Sports Radio 96-7-13-10, The Ticket. <laughs> hey, it's not that far off of that... Uh... What is it? Trans-Siberian Orchestra's Christmas with a Sense of Urgency. What's that song that I hate? I know what, yeah. Have you ever seen them live? Trans-Siberian Orchestra? Uh, maybe it's just fake versions of them that tour, and it's a, a touring company. I don't know. They're they up there with like a Joe Satriani Ibanez. <laughs> they were here not that long ago. And that's when I realized my brother had gone full abbreviation guy. He was in town for the holidays. I'm like, hey, what do you got mm-hmm. tonight? He's like, bro, TSO. <laughs> <laughs> he really went? Oh, yeah. He was fired up about it. Hey, hey and TSO. Every time like, I rag what? on that song, there are like several P1s who say, hey, man, you got to go see a show. They really are incredible. And like, you know, th- say that they're great. So maybe they are incredible. By the way, but oh, crank so this up. It's. Did you just blend those two together? They absolutely fit together. It's tone low. <laughs> oh my god. See? Told ya. <laughs> That's the the exorcist of the bells. <laughs> play the uh play the original one, the, the Exorcist song by itself. Because 
This is well. This is like a MIDI version of it. This yes. is somebody on keyboard. And just in case you want to do it at your local bar for karaoke. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was a girl. This is someone providing background music while someone's seating a family of four. She had. Uh, so Go on. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear more about this incredible improv. In it. <laughs> it sounds so much like the Halloween theme, though, which was done five years later. Like John Carpenter, who wrote that, had to completely rip this that off from mm-hmm. this. They do sound similar. Oh, be peace to all okay. the I'm sure. On vocals. Let there be peace to all kinds of people. Second you know, to only. Yeah. Second to only Javier. People stop killing your own kind of race. That is Jake's favorite piece of audio. I love Alamo art. And Jake's actually turned me on to Javier being a, a genius bit too did i ever tell you about the time i played javier from new orleans for my uh my in-laws from new orleans actually it was not my idea it was my wife's because she has uh not the same maybe feel for the room <laughs> and they were about two minutes in they're like well it's funny oh i hate it when you have family members that don't have a sense of the room <laughs> they they what's funny this is it? what they i'm like oh, there's people who don't understand off, that something that may be funny in one context <laughs> and in one group of people doesn't translate. <laughs> Did you realize that after about 15 seconds that it wasn't going well? Uh, he knew before. And I knew before. Yeah. yeah. I knew before. And he's like, he, it's, he's from no, New Orleans. come on. It's great. You, you guys are in New Orleans. There's a connection there. It's going to uh, be funny. Almost sounds funny. I don't see what's funny. Who, who did okay. he say was his favorite Beatle? Michael McDonald. <laughs> That's what he said was the greatest singer, right? Oh, Bruce Springsteen? Yeah, Springsteen was his favorite Beatle. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen. What did the guy look like? He was like this uh, short little Cajun guy. Yeah, it, it was. It, I remember him being just really short, and he had kind of a pencil thin mustache. <laughs> and he, he worked at the Super Bowl, or was that in San? Yeah, like okay. a catering company. Probably. Yeah, he was. Like a, he was. He had like a dessert cart that he was yeah. supposed to be pushing around, but what? Who's <laughs> like? Uh, I feel like you walk around the house. The hottest oh. woman of all time to you, uh, Elizabeth Taylor. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Taylor. Taylor. Yeah. Who answers that these days? If I could get her, that'd be real good. That would be real good. <laughs> <laughs> well, after the face, uh, that next part, gotta be the booty. The booty. Gotta be the booty. Dude, yeah, at so- first he disavowed that he was at all, you know, subject like the rest of us to just biology and being attracted to women's bodies. So he thought, thought there was so much more than that. Blake, that was a good ticker, by yeah. the way. Well done. That was awesome. You did great Both of them work. were phenomenal. Yeah, that you really did. You did really good work. Um, but you, and Groobs obviously was here for a decade or whatever and set the bar for, for all of the uh, the board ops around here. But the Doyle King mention, of all the people, did you ever have much interaction with Doyle King when sure. he was here? Mm-hmm. Because we've had some absolute gems roll through here. I think the latest one, the latest guy that you just can't get a feel of, and you never will, is Tony, our engineer. <laughs> yeah, like that's Tony fair. is awesome, but he's just the layers of Tony are the engineer. It's you can't peel enough of them back. Doyle was the same way. Doyle was Doyle King did traffic, and. You talk about a ball of energy that I'm not sure was assisted in any way by any outside sources. What does that mean? I don't know. But that guy was so 
over-the-top wild ass. And that laugh, I've not heard that laugh in <laughs> forever from Doyle. Do you guys know, were we playing the Barb Smith bit to him that we did, the the Jesus loves their chicken? Yeah, I think you were playing the fake the fake uh, commercials, commercial that Barb reads. fell for? Yeah. Okay. That's the way I remember it. Okay. Because that laugh, dude, that is... <laughs> That is an all-timer. Man, in between his reports, I think I was doing the top ten at the time, and he would come into the production room and just regale me of tales of what radio was like in the 70s and 80s. He had yeah. some crazy stories. He had some he, insane stories. They're pretty full throttle <laughs> for a while. He ran in one day and was telling this story about when he was in high school, and he was like, yeah, I was, I was sitting on this roof of Jack in the Box eating acid. With Howard Hughes. <laughs> okay, I think the last part you added. No, said. no. And we were like, What? Yeah, I'm a high school friend named Howard Hughes. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> he and uh, he and Mr. Do used to do pro wrestling at the old Sportatorium oh when yeah. they worked at Q102, and he was like, yeah, we used to get up on the roof, and we smoked some weed, and then we talked to Kevin Von Erich, and yeah, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the boiler room. <laughs> Oh my god, it's so early. I know it. I know. Oh, shut up. Well, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know. If we can get a good hour here of radio, yeah, then we can just replay it three times. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just work on banking a good hour here. I do feel though that in the mornings, I feel much more insane. Like I'm much more prone to mm-hmm. laugh at everything. Is that the case? Yeah, because you, you just your Cause brain is yeah, not functioning all, properly. You're all tired and worn out. Do you drink coffee every morning? I do. On the like before the show, during the show? No, during the show. Okay, so you go make it in there. Then do you make the? Do you use the? I don't Keurig? make it. I I've been buying this stuff and I'm not happy about it. Cold I brew. I won't mention the brand, but yeah, it's cold brewed coffee. So it's actually cold coffee. Yeah, but I've been drinking it. This stuff is like seven bucks a bottle. It's I like, haven't tried it, but I, I do. I could get the equivalent jug of covid vaccine and it'd be cheaper than this i do think that they've made advancements on uh the the technology to make it at home oh yeah i haven't make, tried it but i have can friends make good who, cold brew at home yeah. i've done it before that it's good save you a little bit yeah but that's it's the yeah, old i'm exchanging make. time and money here there you go so. by the way this uh P1 says when the exorcist opened in dallas it played for months at a theater located at mockingbird and skillman my grandma lived across the street, and at least once a week, an ambulance was out front taking someone who had been watching the movie. They were so freaked out. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. It was a game-changing movie. Like Zookeeper. And, uh, well, pretty much you know, that wasn't Zookeeper. A, a game-changer. <laughs> oh, no. Zookeeper. George has some huge misses. Yeah, but he hit <laughs> on Hot Rod. That wasn't one of them. He hit on Hot Rod. He, he didn't hit on Hot Rod. I mean, Hot Rod was good. It was, it was not a cult movie like it is right he though is ahead of the curve because it is a cult classic like my kids love it yeah hot rod is a funny movie yeah but we didn't even know it existed But he was saying that that it was better it was smarter than uh than idiocracy at the time that was the big battle because i was saying hey this this movie idiocracy man I, i really think you guys need to watch it it's uh makes some really interesting points and all this kind of stuff you were way ahead of the curve there too and he dismissed it, and he was like, no, man, it's it's Hot Rod and Zookeeper. <laughs> and then I think, Zookeeper was out, yeah. And I think Bob and Dan at the time, what they put up against Idiocracy 
and Hot Rod was the Emmett Smith roast or the Shack roast. <laughs> I think it was. Oh, yeah. The Shack roast. Yeah, we all just sit down and watch that. Yeah. There were too many demands made at those old campgrounds <laughs> where we have to sit there and watch. a lot of scheduled programming. Right. For we us would that, all sit in there for mm-hmm. two hours. Who was on the air? With I don't a welcoming know. audience, I'm sure. Norm? Mm. We put Norm on the air. Yeah, we, we all put piled Norm in a media the room. <laughs> yes. And we'd watch what the other people had selected for us. And, of course, everyone just sat with arms crossed when it wasn't theirs. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) Dumb. All right. We have a holiday Christmas extravaganza coming up, hosted by our own Tyronius Walker. Stay tuned. Yep. 6.40 here on the White Elephant Morning Show. Gordon, Corby, Jake, Mino, Blake, Ty. All here for you. We get a new crew coming in here in a couple hours, but uh, we're your morning entertainment. So let's do something that is relatively standard at this time, and that or around this yeah, time, and that not, is the not really well, this time, we, look. It's tough. I think this was the old time that we used to do the old or is it, which one is this one? Old This is the old time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 This is. I've this not is updated my Odette clock. Classic is what I like to call this time. Slot. Okay. Here's Gordon. Thank you, Corby. Sponsors. Highlock George Laser Eye Care and A Number One Air. Thanks, David. Here's uh, yes. I don't watch the Mannings do their little football deal. I know we talk about it a lot on our show. But I, don't, I don't. I've never watched it. I've watched it. I don't consume the game. I heard Troy the other day on with you guys talking about it. I've sounds seen, like a good idea. I mean, I think that it sounds is, very ticket like. But I just end up at watching the game. I don't. Yeah, it depends on the game. We, uh, on our show, usually break it up by quarter and each watch one quarter or a quarter, quarter, half so we can see if there's get anything the guess. interesting. Yeah. yeah. Like Letterman. Yeah. That's a nice get. Yeah. Just them talking Belichick was really interesting. Mm-hmm. But Peyton kind of dominates. Yeah, and I think Eli's pretty okay with that. He's got major little brother energy. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like you're just at their house where 90% of the jokes are Peyton on Eli and occasionally... Eli gets a dig. So, somebody said that Eli looks like he's in a hostage video. <laughs> he doesn't get up. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. He doesn't move around. And he just sits there. Looks like he's moments away from being beheaded. Yeah. It is weird because, you know, when Troy was playing, Troy had this reputation of not being a dude that was going to talk very much, that was not real open with the media. He didn't trust the media after what Skip Bayless did to him, you know? And rightfully so and then of course immediately after his career is over he becomes one of the best analysts of all time and he's like the most gracious uh dude that you can talk to whether it's about football or anything else he's super thoughtful eli was the same way had the same mo um or at least reputation up in in new york and he's kind of coming out of his shell too Mm -hmm. i'm not sure the way he was perceived 100%, one hundred percent, but I guess from a national perspective, I always thought of him as just a. Uh, well, everyone talked about Eli's dumb face, and yeah, is there anything there? Right, not too many lights on in there. He's and, not bad. He's yeah. funny. Yeah, he is. He's very dry funny. Okay, have you ever had an artillery shell in your rectum? Not that I know of. No. 
You? All right, then we'll, then we'll I don't know. <laughs> have you guys ever... I guess I didn't go anywhere, so. I'm sure I know the answer to this, but have you ever talked to, like, a P1 doctor and asked them just their yes. butt stories? Yeah, oh, my God. ER doctors have so many butt stories, it's ridiculous. I talked to a guy a couple months ago, and he was describing to me it was a, a pool noodle. Like, half of it. Like What? Yeah. How, how do you get that? Well, I asked, and he's like, well, he had wrapped it in... Uh, in like saran wrap and oiled it up as you will and he said that when I, the guy walked in they were like what is it because he was uh, as he said let a, me guess a repeat customer oh <laughs> my god oh. Oh, no. what is it my sister used to work in the uh in the er at parkland and she would same thing the story she would tell of things that people were lodging <laughs> was unbelievable i don't get why Humans do so much yes, lodging. Do. <laughs> I really, yeah, do. Do. I mean, I nothing in, against them because everybody has to enjoy their body while they have it, right? Everybody's got their kink. Everybody's got their kink. Thank you for that. What 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 scripture was that? Do you have that? Was that Ezekiel? Thessalonians three sixteen? Okay, Paul, two Corinthians. Paul's letter to the Thessalonians. <laughs> um, so, but I just it's you know you have ones that you don't connect to. Like, maybe it's a foot fetish guy or something like that, and you're like, oh, I don't quite get that, but okay. Yeah, but my, what I'm saying is if you do connect with that, once you start down that path, Uh-oh. You, you, might, never, you might start at uh, Digi. And you you up always got to up the heroin. Exactly. Yeah, it's the gateway. I think, exactly. yeah. yeah, I think it gets... Digi leads to pool noodle. Exactly. Yeah, a pool and noodle. Which, which book will we find that in, Ty? Digi leads to pool noodle. Uh, Song of Solomon. Okay, all right. That may be in Song of Solomon. Okay, um, this happened in England. Of course. Weird. <laughs> a guy goes to a hospital there, and it says here, a patient presented <laughs> with a munition in his rectum. He had a World War II artillery shell oh my lodged God. in there. I almost joked that it was from the great one. Yeah. Where did he find that? Can you just find... Or just a collector? Well, he had obviously lived through the war, and at some point... <laughs> decided now it was time. At some point. Get use of all this stuff I have. They had already removed it. Doctors removed it by the time the bomb squad arrived, because they had to call the bomb squad, because I don't know if this thing's live. The bomb not. squad. Mm-hmm. So you've got a whole team in your house. Yeah. <laughs> to pull this artillery shell out of his sewer what if that was the ultimate goal like that's the ultimate for that lifestyle that's that's why we designed them that shape was because we wanted our enemies to lodge them (laughs) but no what if (laughs) and then we get the remote detonator what if like uh you know like with um um what's his name the auto erotic Dahmer no not jeffrey Dahmer. michael hutchins michael hutchins Hutchins? Hutchins. Hutchins, yeah. Like, you want to get to that point where you... I think that was disproven. No, it wasn't. I think it was. Don't I think ruin it... my dream. This Our dream is that dream. he killed himself while tugging? No. Those people, though, what that do... What a weird dream to have. Those people of that... all the dreams you could have. <laughs> Why vast Children's cancer. And... But if you want to get to that point of near death, right? Like right on the edge, and what I think is from the from these guys, maybe they want to take it to the next level where they lodge, and uh-huh. then there's the explosion. 
And that's... They try to time the explosive death. Yes. And that is the ultimate the way to t- go. With the little death. For like a nanosecond, it's... Oh! <laughs> Merry Christmas. And then you're out. Oh, oh. my gosh. Oh. Corby just reenacted it. See, I think it's like an eroticizing of military culture or something more than anything else. You think that's what it is? Yeah. That the guy finds the military kind of hot, you know? <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah. Kind of hot. Yeah. The whole military. Just the idea. I swear, of, Jake, I think the, Jake has some stuff here in this area. I mean, I'm. Some issues? I think you are slightly pre pool noodle. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm open to anything, as it were. Because you, you're part of the pegging generation. Of course. The generation. <laughs> yeah. We know how to express ourselves and enjoy Uh, our bodies with our partners. Do you remember? It's gross. Do you remember? But how do you know? (laughs) You're peg shaming. How do I know? Yeah. That is a rear end. Boy, Corby's talking like he's from the greatest generation now. (laughs) I know. I am. (laughs) I don't understand it. Therefore, against it. Just give it a shot. So you've engaged in this. (laughs) Wasn't Blake into this? Blake, you were a pegging guy, right? No, that was my grandfather. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's World right. World General. <laughs> I forgot about that. His grandfather was Major Peg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I a credit to you guys and your generation who have Thank adopted you. this. Thank you. We didn't ruin everything. No. It does show some courage. Although it's, it is... Funny to me how we've tricked up sexuality so much mm-hmm. that now a man and a woman will get together and she will she will augment herself. Yeah. Yeah. And then do that to the guy. Whereas you're like, you know, you guys already have the equipment here to just to do this act the other limiting. way. And I would I would too limiting. that if we went back hundreds of years, thousands of yeah. years, I think we're just rediscovering some of the classics. You think that if you went back to like classics. Oh, you don't like think a thousand BC like the Romans a thousand BC in Egypt, you would find Yes. A guy with a World War II artillery shell inside. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever their version of munition was or, or weaponry. A bow yeah. and arrow up there. Sure. Anything. Yeah. Mm. It's been going on for centuries. We're just trying to bring it back. Yeah. And why you, why is it? But why is it when regular stuff is pretty awesome? Yeah. It's a pretty awesome thing that we were allowed Again, to have as creatures. Digi? Awesome. Pool noodle? Awesome. So you're into you're into Digi. I'm saying I'm into everything. You're into her. Saying, I'm just going to answer So you tell her watch. to Hey, baby, go ahead and snake around. <laughs> yeah. And why do you take take your you can use your non dominant hand you want. anytime you, you have just to make around keep the wedding ring on. yeah <laughs> I, need, I need to feel it oh. I need to feel half a carrot kind of tickling the starfish <laughs> I paid for it <laughs> let's use it anytime you have to go to the garage to acquire the pool noodle <laughs> to get something can you hang on yeah hey honey I want to make love tonight hold on let me root through the pool shed <laughs> yeah. It's like a grass hole. Yeah. He hose it off first. God. Yeah, if I'm doing that, I'm going to go buy one oh, fresh gosh. and not go yeah. into the garage. And save it just for that. Yeah. A special noodle. Yeah, a special noodle. What kind of... What? What kind of... Uh-oh, Corby. You were... Aperture do you have to have where a pool noodle... Yeah, I thought pool noodles are like, you know... Yes! 
like the size of a two-liter bottle. Almost. Well, I don't think you show up and you know you're on the tour, right? You got to qualify. There's a whole process that you have to go through to get. Yeah, up you have to that. work mason jars in there first, <laughs> and that's when you. Have you ever seen that? No, I haven't. Oh, Corby, have you seen that? And it breaks, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it. Of course, I've seen it. Yeah, you guys, <laughs> of course, he's seen it. He's part of the pegging generation, <laughs> the greatest generation. <laughs> All right, so there you go. Uh, oh, well. Right. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. Or do I keep going? Great. I can keep going. No, you did great. I've got other stuff. We could do other stuff next. We'll do other stuff, or we'll do Kemp Spin next. The ticket ticker. This ticker is brought to you by America Can Car for Kids, and also by Wellborn Garage Doors. Uh, this ticker is going to be about... A guy who does the tickers sometimes. So, Mino, if you could lower the music. And this is about a guy that, when he does do his tickers, I hear a lot of bitching about in the control room. Pull the music up, and we're going to play it. Mm -hmm. And there it is. Every time he talks, Mino doesn't care, slumping in his chair. Danny feels the same, his voice it causes pain, just like Sahara rain. They just can't conceive. Just why he doesn't leave So they can get some peace Jacob Denamore He's Jacob Denamore Jacob Denamore He's Jacob Denamore Jacob Denamore He's Jacob Denamore He makes their ears so sore it's Jacob Dedamore. Ho, 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 ho. They spend so much time. They work on his demise. A death surprise. <laughs> they want to tie him up. And dump him in the lake And blame it on Jake Jacob Dedamore He's Jacob Dedamore Jacob Dedamore He's Jacob Dedamore Jacob Dedamore He's Jacob Dedamore You make their ears so sore He's Jacob Dedamore. Happy White Elephant Day from your fellow P1s at Mullen and Mullen Personal Injury Law Firm. Call 214-INJURED or online at mullenandmullen.com. Distance. We've mixed and matched all the ticket guys. And we love you, Jacob. The best we can oh, okay. All right. That yeah. makes it all right. It's White Elephant. Great Gordo is in his morning drive element. Everyone else is playing way out of position. During the tickets, White Elephant Day. Brought to you by Hari Mari, Stoli Vodka, and Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket.
All right, it's 7.59 here on the <laughs> Tickets White Elephant Morning Show. My name is Corby. In here with Gordon, Jake, Ty, Mino, Blake. We got a lot of people in here. And it is time for a special musical number as we enter the 8 o'clock hour. And there is a sponsor here. Flying Fish. Ah, thank you to the Flying Fish. Now, Jake, do you want to take this from here? Yeah, is there another chord behind, besides the one you have? That one seems to be a little... Yeah. You got another one over there? Dr. Uh, Keith? Uh, World-renowned... Dr. G. World-renowned stage stampede. There crowd, you go. Crowd surge expert. Okay, yes. Yeah, so, uh, I do have a song for you here. Now, uh, let me see if I can get this to play, Mino. Make sure we're... Okay. Could have prepped a little bit. Yeah, it's he okay. Did. It's he okay. Did. So that, that uh, coming from me. <laughs> so this is a song honoring uh-huh. who I consider to be the most prominent philosopher of the modern era. Thank you. The godfather of that is not a better chord. The godfather of the ticket, Mike Reiner. Yes. Now Mike had a habit of making cryptic but prescient statements in his time here at the ticket. I will play you a little sample of that. Uh, right now. I think everything is going on. What the hell is happening? It must think, be... It's this cord touching something over here. Turn that one down, then. Right? It's just one's up. Oh, my That's yours. goodness. Yeah, you had to use that one. <laughs> use the other one. <laughs> All right. I bought both these cords, Gordon. Take two. You know that? I ordered these cords on Amazon to replace them. You did? Yeah, I did. I you got good ones. Appreciate you might be the setup. The, right. All right. I got, so I, I got one dollar. How can I get <laughs> the gold A sampling of, of Mike uh, philosophical statements. I think everything is going on a lot more than we think it is out there. I've roamed this earth for the vast majority of my adult life. <laughs> everything in life is somewhere else, and you get there in a car. Everybody wants to buy a new car, but nobody wants to buy one. <laughs> Everything's expensive till it costs too much. Boy, now they are the ones to have getting behind all that. In 10 minutes, now will be a lot better than it is right now. So we're all very wow. familiar with this. You know? Cohen's. It's, it's Aristotle, Plato, Mike Reiner. <laughs> so I'm obsessed with these drops and had the idea about a month or so ago, like, I want to write a song using these drops. And I had a little hook and a little melody in my head, but I'm no composer. Sure. I'm merely an idea guy. So I enlisted two of my best friends in the world, Sam Anderson of Quaker City Nighthawks, who is here with us today. Sam! Hold on. You know what I love about Sam? Sam. His hair, his glasses, his I love it all because I've not seen Sam out of character. It's not character, it's Sam. Yeah. In like... Well, why'd you accuse him of having a character? <laughs> he just looks... It's the Lenny Kravitz syndrome. When, when he, sleep- he can't go get a pack of smokes oh, up, put on the snakeskin pants. Diagnosing him. When he sleeps on your couch, he looks like that when he falls asleep and when he wakes up. That's awesome, Sam. Consistent. So Sam's here from Quaker City Nighthawks, also doing work on this track. By the way, Quaker City Nighthawks, Friday night, Granada. That's right. I was certainly going to get to that. Oh, sorry. Well, way to go, Corby. Also, Jordan Richardson. Anybody else's radio toes you want to step on? Uh-uh. Jordan Richardson, also of Quaker City Nighthawks, also of Ringo Starr's All-Star Band, mm-hmm. also of Ben Harper's Band. He's got a Grammy. His resume is, frankly, far more impressive than yours when I read it out like uh, that. Yeah. The, what, thanks for comparing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> appreciate it. 
Where's so, your Grammy? <laughs> I sent them. I, I sent them the drops, and I said, I got a little hook here. I have something, but I, I don't know what to do with this. And they turned it into this masterpiece that I hope will become a Christmas classic. I think every. Oh, that's not the right one either, is it? All right, oh, here we go. My. Sorry, the chord really threw me off. Here we go. Sometimes this world is so confusing. Sometimes your words get jumbled around. But I've thrown this world for most of my adult life. And it seems as though I have found that everything is going on out there more than we think it is. Everything in life is somewhere else and you get there in a car. Everybody wants to buy a new car, but nobody wants to buy one. Everything is expensive until it costs too much. Okay, then let's take some phone calls. How about that? How about it? Let's talk. No, dude, Mike, what the, what the hell? We're going to a break. It's like 5.52. You are lost. Yeah, I am. I have been all day. Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> all right, phonage next. That's right, Mike. Phonage is next. <laughs> Everything is going on out there more than we think it is. Everything in life is somewhere else, and you get there in a car. Everybody wants to buy a new car, but nobody wants to buy one. Everything is expensive until it costs too much. Now remember, they are the ones to have get behind all that. And in ten minutes from now, it will be a lot better than it is right now. <laughs> In this world, there's good crazy, and then there's crazy good. Like going for it on fourth down, scoring a touchdown. Everything is going on out there, more than we think it is. Everything in life is somewhere else, and you get there in a car. Everybody wants to buy a new car, but nobody wants to buy one. And everything is expensive until it costs too much. But you know, we're all just really trying to clear Christmas. That's right. Let's just say that I would imagine everybody wants to clear Christmas. If those are the terms that are being brought in by just about everybody. Christmas. If they ever wanted to do something with something out there, that'd be a good something to do something Clear with. Christmas. I think everything is going on a lot more than we think it is out there. 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 
Yes. Remember yes. that? Yes. So beautiful. Amazing. Yes. That's crazy. Sam Anderson. <laughs> That is awesome. So what was the hook that you had? Just uh, everything is going on out there more than we think it is. <laughs> and we actually have a special guest to uh, review that song. Let's go to the ticket phone lines oh, now. Random uh, guest, okay. Random guest. What would you think of the song? Pretty awesome. She <laughs> How about that? Mike Reiner, how are we, bud? Good. How's it going? <laughs> All right. Well, we ran out of stuff. <laughs> Basically, I just wanted to make sure you were on hold so I could make sure you heard it. Because when I texted you last night and asked, you know, can you do this tomorrow? You said, when is White Elephant Day? Oh, no. <laughs> so the only way I could I make sure you still he heard got the it, emails. No, or, you know, when you detach, you detach. Yeah. Yeah, he needs to be on company email, though. You need to start yeah. looking at your cumulus email more, Mike. You need to take the new harassment training we got. Yeah, yeah the one that Norm's avoiding. Get Killer's weekend schedule every week. Well, they locked me out of company email, so it's going to be kind of hard to do. So <laughs> you have to put in a, a good word for me, tell him I'm still kind of, you know, hanging around in the nether regions somewhere. All right, well, that's, uh, we got another verse now. <laughs> All right. Well, that's my homage to you. Love you, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right. See you boys later. See, All right, you, Mike. see you, Mike. There he, he goes. He had to wake up early for that guest appearance. <laughs> he did. Yeah. It's like getting Eduardo Nahara on to sing Nahara. Dude, he hung up. <laughs> I'm still mad at you about that. Well, thank you to Sam. Thank you to Jordan. Quaker City Nighthawks at Granada this, uh, this Friday night. Go check them out. Will you play that? I, I'm not ruling it out. Okay. It's kind of got a little groove to it, I'll, doesn't it? I'll play it if Wolanski plays it on the Christmas special. I he bet will. he will. I bet he will. <laughs> just want a clear Christmas. All right, Sam. Thank you very much. What is that thank from? You. What was the context of clear Christmas? Uh, well, we used to say that when we would talk about trifecta deaths and things like that, especially like right around mm-hmm. here, that everybody's goal was to make Christmas. So you have to get there to yeah. midnight, December 25th. But then the ultimate goal is to clear it. So you have to pass through the day living. So that's it. Make Christmas, clear Christmas. clear Christmas. That's right. Yeah. Right. All right. Another holiday tradition next. God. All right. So this next ticker. Thank you. This next ticker is about another guy that does part-time tickers. And... Um, he confuses me very much because when it's convenient, he goes by whatever name he wants, whatever suits the moment he's in. His name is Ryan Medlin. Or when he wants to act all badass, it's Ryan Medellin. So I don't really know exactly uh, what his actual name is, and I don't know what his alter ego does for a living. Because Ryan Medlin works here at the radio station. Ryan Medellin, I, I don't really know what he does. So, here we go. Pull this up. And, oh, son of a bitch. this normal guy generic as they come he's sort of fun 
good guy through and through. He likes the local teams, just like me and you. He likes his apple pie. He never would get high, afraid he'd die. Ryan Medellin. He's Ryan Medellin. Ryan Medellin. Ryan Medellin. Run, Medellin. He's Ryan Medellin. Average American. He's Ryan Medellin. Now we get to Medi. Your instructions are continuity here. Mike's song again. This dude isn't coy. He's doing lots of blow with Mike Saroy. He runs a huge cartel. Guns and girls and bling. The cocaine king. Ryan Medellin. He's Ryan Medellin. He's Ryan Medellin. Ryan Medellin. He's Ryan Medellin. He's the cocaine king. He's Ryan Medellin. Probably should pre record it. <laughs> and there you go. That wow. is your ticket ticker. <laughs> Uh, mm. Let's see. Brought to you by music. Well, it's the last part of. Uh, Hold on. Well, let's see. If Corby can smoothly transitioning and getting the copy in. So Blake. Oh, here we go. Gosh. Look, this was supposed to be your ticker. You how son of a you, bitch. How long have you? This been was ready? yours. Don't you yell at this me. This was yours. Don't you dare and yell you at me. Off. You can't so speak right that way in ten seconds. <laughs> <sighs> Brought oh, to you by God. Zeus Restoration. Also by Wellborn Garage Doors, Happy White Elephant Day from your fellow P1s at Mullen and Mullen Personal Injury Law Firm. Call 214-INJURED or online at mullenandmullen.com. It's Wake and Jake, plus Blake and Corby, Corto and I, too. White Elephant Day Mornings, brought to you by Hari Mari, Stoli Vodka, and Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. Ah, yes. Not talking over the sponsors. That's what I specialize in. Not talking over. All right. That was a wonderful moment. So much fun. So much music. I believe that um, I saw in the hallway as I was going, will we, in the bathroom, not the hallway. I saw Dutch Pentameter this rolling around. Did you yeah, really? I did. He's up here? I did. I saw oh, him. Oh, wow. I saw him roaming around. Yes. We'll see if we can find him here in just a second. I heard he was anti-vax. No way. <laughs> You heard that? No way! I don't know how we let him up here. I thought we ought to be vaxxed. I wonder if Dutch is one I'm of those sure guys. He's got a fake, fake card. card yep. Laminated card that's like a Six Flag season pass on the back or something. Uh, okay, so the last couple of years I have... I haven't had him do this. My son has written a ticker to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and Happy New Year and kind of get them straight for uh, whatever year it was. So... He did another one. As he said, it's his final one that he will ever do. He's retiring from the game. This is it. But uh, before we play 2021, let's get you a taste of what went on last year 
uh, with uh, my kid um, in 2020. My name is Van Davidson. I am 11 years old, and this is my ticket taker, and also why I love my dad. In past year, it's all been about safety first in the, in the Davidson family. Dad has done his best to protect us all from COVID-19. He wanted us to be outside as much as possible, so we took a couple of trips to Colorado, and we went on some amazing hikes. It's great to be able to test your body and mind while you are outdoors in such a beautiful setting but dad was a but dad was so whacked out on weed he couldn't see straight he <laughs> ate so many edibles <laughs> and started talking about how he was the king of the mountain he took his shirt off and was running around singing in a high-pitched voice rapunzel <laughs> rapunzel won't you come out and play he finally drank some water and calmed down. Dad also encouraged me to play as much golf as possible. So we would go and play a ton while the lockdown was going on. This, this is the year I fell in love with the sport. And I owe it all to my dad. I can see how happy my dad gets when I hit a good shot. Or when I make a par. And when I hit a bad shot, Dad takes a two-iron and hits me in the back of the legs and tells me to quit being a little golf bitch. Gosh. <laughs> One time, I missed a two-foot putt, and he made me bend over and grabbed my ankles. He then drove the golf cart behind me and floored it. <laughs> the car hit my ass is. <laughs> so hard. I... <laughs> I went flying into the creek. <laughs> but now I know to concentrate more over two foot. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dad is always looking for her teaching moment. <laughs> I also got in trouble a few times this year, but Dad was there to help me teach that all kids get in trouble. It's a matter of how you respond to the adversity. So when Mom caught me smoking cigarettes, Dad told me how to get out of it. He said that he said that Ho never said anything about other brands of cigarettes. So smoke up, son. He bought me camels, Chesterfields, king size Kens, Cools, Dunhills, Lucky Strikes, Merritt's New Newports, Paul Malls, Pal Malls, Parliaments, Polo Mids, Ramblers, Red Salem, Sterling, Super Kings. Derryton's Virginia Slims. <laughs> I really love to smoke. That says kids are too soft these days. Nothing hardens you like a good pack of smokes. <laughs> I'm at the age now where I have learned some of life's hard truths. One of those is the birds and bees. No kid wants to hear from his this from his parents. It's just uncomfortable. But Dad sat me down this year and really explained in a delicate manner this very awkward subject. <laughs> he said, son, there's a time when every dad sits his son to talk about birds and bees. 
but I don't have any time for this. Shit. Here's a hustler. <laughs> so I re- read the read the June. 1979 edition of Hustler magazine. Why was everyone so hairy back then? <laughs> he also handed me the DVD of a manual in space. He said gravity doesn't affect boobs when they are in space. So you'll really like this movie. I learned so much about sex and space travel. Thanks, Dad. This has been my ticket taker for 2020. I'm Van Davidson, reminding you to keep your ears listening to Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310 The Ticket. P.S. Dominion machines are crooked as hell. (laughs) Oh, crooked. Okay. I, <laughs> well, first, well, there he is again. Political HSO. And then uh, he's got the cutest voice. I hate that puberty's going to ruin that voice. I know. It's so... It didn't really for him. He's got yeah. the... Uh, and he's also got the Corby laugh. He's yeah. got an infectious laugh. Yeah. I can't believe you make him read that stuff. It's his ticker. The kid wrote it. <sighs> yeah, he's a proficient writer. Such bad parenting. Well, um, so that was 2020. So let's take a peek if you will hit the ticket ticker bed. Wait, it's not going to be an actual ticker? The ticket ticker. And let's see. Oh. <sighs> Hello again, everyone. My name is Van Davidson. I'm 12 years old and I am in sixth grade. This is my ticket ticker for 2021. Man, 2021 has been a crazy year. Right, guys? My dad has really tried to lead me in the right direction as far as becoming a respect, respectful young man. He has taught me that opening doors for other people is a simple act of kindness. He has taught me that saying yes sir and yes ma'am go a long way as far as earning respect for your elders. He has taught me that when my grandmother asked me if, I have, if I'm having a good day, <laughs> I should never respond with... <laughs> no. Bitch. <laughs> oh. Dad says it's the little things that make a difference in becoming a young man. Now that I'm 12, I'm also starting to become interested in girls. But anyway, Dad has told me that you have to slow, you have to show respect to women. He told me about the Me Too movement. <laughs> really opened my eyes. So my days of saying things like. Hey, lady, my beer ain't gonna walk out of the fridge by itself. <laughs> Seem to be over. <laughs> I probably have to quit saying other things like, you ever think about taking the laundry off that treadmill and actually getting your fat ass on it? <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and hey, and hey, speaking of laundry, your folding sucks, just like your mopping. Jeez. And, and hey, Grandma, that bra works about as well as your mind. <laughs> Hey, yo, teacher, I've got an equation for you. 25 plus 25 equals 50. The exact amount of weight you need to lose. (laughs) It will be a learning process, but I think I I can change. My tennis game has picked up quite a bit. I've improved a lot over the last year, and I owe most of that to my dad and his coaching tactics. My favorite drill is called the Mexican Hammer. If I miss a shot in practice, he makes me take a shot of tequila. After my third miss, I'm so hammered I can't practice anymore. So Dad takes me to the strip club. I didn't, I didn't know ping pong balls had so. Oh. 
Oh my. <laughs> I didn't know ping pong balls had so many uses. <laughs> anyway, I really cut down on the, on my mistakes thanks to Dad. Another drill that has helped me out is called the Roman Candle Drill. It's all about getting faster and faster. To improve my speed, I run around the court as fast as I can with a lit Roman candle in my butt. <laughs> Every time it fires off, it it's like a jet propulsion <laughs> coming right out of my my rear end. And before you know it, I'm flying around the court like Usain Bolt. Brilliant tactic from from my dad. Anyway, dad just had dad is just the best dad ever. I hope everyone has a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And I hope you keep your ears listening to Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310 The Ticket. Because without you guys, I don't have a side yard, a pool, a grass tennis court, a Kenneth Copeland-style jet, a platinum chain that spells out Epstein for president, a tiger, an endless and hearty clothing budget, sweet gold rims, a camel, the bones of Gavin McCloud... A bald eagle, stacks of fat cash, the treaty of Versailles, <laughs> and and disturbing photos of Dan Bennett and Bob. <laughs> love you all. Peace and love. Them. Uh, wow. Wow. Mm, mm. What, what was that platinum necklace that, that Van wears around? Epstein for president. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Anyway, there you go. Merry Christmas to all the P1s and especially the 12 year old kids out there. Merry, Merry Christmas. I really had it all. You're going to hell. Let's go find Dutch Pentameter, who seems to be roaming about. True. For real. Well, we are plowing through the morning, three hours in to the four and a half hour spectacular. Dude. Right? That's amazing. Strolling. Just having fun. It's just guys just hanging out. Just, just your friends on the radio. Just, just hanging out, man. Talking right. pool noodles. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Couple beers. Exorcist. I hope people didn't hear the earlier part of the show. Why? It was just a lot the of vulgarity. Christ compels you! Stop it! That creeps me out so badly. <laughs> we spent two and a half hours on The Exorcist. <laughs> How did that come up on a Christmas show? Ty brought it up. Don't blame me. I don't remember how. Yeah, how did it come up? <clears throat> well, anyway. And then Jake told us about his experience using a pool noodle yeah. in a neurotic fashion. The ER docs are there for a reason. <laughs> the digi. The I bet there's... Yeah, you're a fan of the <clears throat> the sneaky digi. I'm a fan of all of it, Gordon. Everything mm-hmm. is open for business at all times. Gosh. With anyone. I'm over you're a little more you little bit more old school. It's not even conservative when it comes to that. That's a no fly zone for you. Yeah. Now is that hers or, or yours to <laughs> arrivals I mean, and like, departures? Yeah. They're all hell holes. Oh, oh come on. Geez, man. Mm. This guy. No. You just you don't know how to gently put things, do you? Look, Davy Lane put it. The wordsmith that is Davy Lane put it the best many, many years ago. Something to the effect of it was so memorable the way he put it that you can't even recall it. He Jeez. is fully capable 
of what his own, or he's aware of what his Dude, own is capable what, of. What are you? Nailed it. Something like that, right? I gotta be. I feel like I'm in tip top shape. Like yeah. hitting my stride, feeling good, feeling nice. He's the same as he was at five thirty. It's tough. This morning thing is hard. So I try to record everything. Can we Before tease we the next segment? Doesn't have access promotes. to words. <laughs> Got locked out of his word account. <laughs> his password expired. Uh, okay. All right. So you you take this over. In the next segment, we're talking to Dirk. <laughs> oh yeah. Dirk. Yeah, that's huge. Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah. So I figured what I do now is just sort of talk about women's collegiate rowing. Oh. So I have a, a bunch of uh, stats and no. Whoa! Oh. What is this? <laughs> I can't believe, look at this, it's Dutch Pentameter. Whoa, our hey. old friend Dutch. Our old friend P1. Hey, hey, how's it going? Hey, Dutch. Oh, I can hardly understand you through that mask. Well, I got this damn mask on because I ain't vaccinated. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I might have we, some hot opinions. Can I take this thing off? Well, yeah, I guess since we're on radio, we have to be able to hear you, so. Oh, God, son of a bitch mask. <laughs> oh, Feels geez. like I got my face between a fat girl's legs. All right, Dutch, that... <laughs> Dutch does, Dutch doesn't seem very sensitive to the situation. Dutch has not kept up with the times. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Okay. <sighs> well, Christmas is coming up, Dutch. You got to be excited about that. I hate Christmas. Oh, no, you do? Yep. Why? Ever tell you all the story about me writing to Santa Claus as a kid? Mm-mm. Well, one year I wrote, please send me a little brother. And he actually wrote back. Yeah, he said, uh, okay, send me your mother. Okay. <laughs> So, hey, one, two, one, two, kind. Yeah. yeah. Man, that's Santa. I got another story. You, 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 like, you, uh, want me keep, you want me to keep going? Well, sure. You guys uh, have a bunch of Christmas parties planned. I'm assuming you, you and your wife are still together, sure. right? Well, we're on thin ice right now. Because uh, uh, last night, my wife and I were driving home from Christmas dinner at a friend's house, and we hit a skunk. We're going to have Christmas dinner, I think, on the... So on the seventh, but anyway, <laughs> I got a big family. We got to space them out. Oh, you did. Oh, yeah. So you guys had a skunk on the way home from that dinner. Yeah. Thank you for asking. My mm-hmm. wife uh, jumped out the car, relieved to find the skunk wounded but alive. She picked it up, brought it back to the car. Said, "We need need to take it to the vet. It's shivering. It must be cold. What What do I do?" Well, I said, "We'll just put the damn thing between your legs to keep it warm." She said, "But it stinks." Well, I said, "Well, hold its nose." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, because yeah. he's behind. Cause, yeah. Wait, okay. Thank you. Oh. Thank you. We're visiting with Dutch Pentameter. Y'all never seem to like my stories. No, I love I your like stories. stories, Dutch. I, I think they're great. I, I, I absolutely love them. your stories. Well, yeah. Can I so, tell jokes then? What kind sure. of name is Pentameter anyway? Just don't worry about it's it. German. It's just. It's common in yeah. Hazlitt. Oh. <laughs> oh, it is. It's a common <laughs> last name there. That's where the Pentameter settled. That's where their wagon lost a wheel. <laughs> Y'all know why Santa didn't have kids? Why? He only comes once a year. All right. Dutch. Dutch, let's move on. Move on? How about Mrs. Claus? You know what she uh, gets when she wears tight pants? What's that? Mistletoe. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. I got a winner joke. Okay. You know what the difference is between snowmen and snow women? What's that? Snowballs. That is a winner joke. All right. Specific to the season. <laughs> How's work going? Is your job going all right? Mm. What does Dutch do? 
I don't know. I think he... Well, work he, out in the infield. At, yeah, he works at the infield. Texas, at the Texas Motor, Motor Speedway. Speedway. Okay. I build stuff at Cowboys training camp. I build me cars. You're always around Just, Gordon. Whatever I can do. It's basically whatever setting we're at, he uh-huh. works right there. You know what the difference is between your job and a dead prostitute? Oh, I guess we've moved on. Yeah, what is the difference between a job and a dead prostitute? Your job still sucks. All right. All right. But... <laughs> I build stuff at Cowboys training camp. <laughs> What's the difference okay. between Iron Man and Iron Woman? I don't know. Well, you see, Iron Man is a superhero. Yeah. Iron Woman is a command. Right. That's Dutch not respecting agency. Once again. He doesn't care. Dutch. Do you know what agency is, Dutch? I don't know what agency is. No, he doesn't know what it is. Exactly. He doesn't know what it is. Yeah. I got a lesbian joke. Oh, I like that. Oh, why not? <laughs> is that okay? Can I talk about them? Yeah, sure. I'm yes. About, yes. I love them. Especially in, in HD. Hey! But I tell you what, two lesbians decided to turn in for the night. Mm-hmm. One had been struggling with their relationship or whatever you call it when it's two women. Yeah. Well, it's called a relationship. Ah, he's got a point. Judge. Well, one of them decided it was time to be honest. Uh-huh. She turns to the other and says, I want to be frank with you. The other one says, I thought it was my turn to be frank. doesn't always have to work that way. Well, let me leave it with, with this. Playing. I'll leave you with this. Actually, I think that you leave us with a couple. Did you do did leave, you gonna leave us with any hockey player stuff? <laughs> You like hockey? Yeah, I do. I love, I love hockey. <laughs> he didn't know you liked it. Yeah. Well, since you mentioned hockey players, mm-hmm. you know what the difference between my ex-wife and a hockey player is? What? Hockey player will shower after three periods. <laughs> God, oh, my God. God. Unbelievable. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. <laughs> ex-wife. Let me, let me leave you with the scientific fact. Okay. Okay? All right. You know what they used to call lesbian dinosaurs? Oh, God, what? Lickalotopus. Okay, Dutch, there's the door. You have a very Merry Christmas. All right, let's put this Thank damn you. thing back on. See yeah, you, guys. Yeah, yeah. Your safe, Dutch. Here. Happy holidays. The legend lives on from the one true muser in his hand, a brand new Marconi. The victorious fate he shared with his mates, everyone except Engineer Tony. A urine-filled jar, baby seat in his car, the muser was chosen their leader. His bike is in park, but not everything's dark Cause the kid ain't the only one feeding <laughs> For a prosperous ride, they need God on their side From a strapping young chap from Wisconsin As sports brains go, his was bigger than most If you don't believe me, just ask him Hey girl in the employ of the Aikman of Troy, given stats so he can seem heady. A man without fears, up the worst buccaneers, Twitter fights, 
have gotten him ready. That was one of the worst fucking years. To avoid a big wreck, need a man upper deck. And without him, this mission is failing. And both of them knew they must choose Donnie Do. Just steer clear when he is unveiling. In the house. He'll never be, <laughs> he'll never be late, no gravy on his plate. The foe we hunt surely will cower. But his maiden reports their encounters are short Cause he only works for two hours Someone big, he's chained in the brig. Let's draw straws to see who'll release him. His cask will be filled with an athletic build. Talking fast so you can't understand him. Metal bat in his hand with no certain plan. He's coming to inflict some pain. But you can dismiss, cause he'll probably miss, cause he's on a ton of cocaine. vicious back from his quest the american west claiming food is not gay it's delicious son of an son of an arlington lass with the surname of bass he'll be handy when the waters get deep when the waters recede he'll yell out skeet skeet one hand holding a picture of meryl street <laughs> I don't mind. To round out the crew, they knew just what to do. Find a man who could hold things together. He'll help us at sea, and I'm sure he'd agree. The more he stays off mic, the better. A mysterious chap, New York Knicks on his cap, and his Jordans are real, they're not phony. He's awake in the night, and he'll put up a fight if you suggest that's not his Marconi. <laughs> <laughs> An epic dance break. How are we feeling right now? Feeling good? Awesome. All right, great. Okay. All right. Amazing. All right. This is a really epic dance break. I'm dancing. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. And you're doing really well. It Thank builds you. up, dude. It does build yeah, up. Yeah, it does build up. All right. Here we go. Now the crew is complete, so you all take a seat. 
as the journey we're on is beginning. Against us, don't bet, cause you'll end up in debt. And you'll not only you lose, you'll be sinning. So from now until three, the P1s will see the results of this noble experiment. It will forever be red when we return with the head of the elusive white elephant. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my bad, I missed it. <laughs> it will forever be red when we return with the head of the elusive white elephant. It will forever be red when we return with the head of the elusive white elephant. And now it's time for everyone's favorite game show, Country Athlete or Coworker. We will find out if the ticket guys actually know their sports, can identify Nashville's rising stars, or the people they've worked alongside for years, sometimes decades. And now here's your host, Seabass. Thank you so much. Yes, Country Athlete Coworker, another edition, and uh Today it's going to be the two senior-most hosts here on White Elephant Day. That would be Craig Jr. Miller and Bob Sturm going head-to-head. Now, both of you can use lifelines, being Mike Soroy and Donovan Lewis. Fernando's going to keep score. I will be your host. The rules are pretty simple. I'm going to give you a name, and you have to tell me whether that's one of your co-workers here on the fourth floor of Cumulus. Uh, okay. Uh, a country music star, because we're sandwiched between two country music stations. You you might be familiar, you might not. And then an athlete. We're all sports experts, so you have to tell me uh, who these people are. I just give you the name. And since, uh, Craig, you are, the I think, the reigning champion of country athlete co <laughs> yes, you're going to you go now? first, and you're the captain of the show. So the first name I'm going to give you today is Nico Moon. Who is Nico Moon? M O O N. Yes. Nico Moon. Very, very familiar to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nico Moon is an athlete. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Nico Moon is a pop country star. In fact, if you've been up in the hallway, just trying to catch a good you've probably heard this somewhere floating around the, the Cumulus Empire. This is a number one hit right now. Really? Yes. You may have heard it right as you were slowly shutting the door to the office you were walking into. And he's from Tyler. Silence it. So a local product. Yeah, this is, uh, this is kind of a thrashing. All right, now it's to you, Bob. Yes, sir. The next name I'm going to give you is... Creighton Branch. The name is Creighton Branch. Who is Creighton Branch? <laughs> Boy, these are so good because they can all be altered. Or they could. That's a co-worker, Sean. Okay, and what does he do for a bonus point? Works on the fourth floor <laughs> with us here. Correct. Okay, and what does he do? Engineer. No, I'm sorry. He I is get a, a point. He is a ticket board op. 
who works on the weekend and on the pre and post game show. That's Dude. right. So, but he uh, also Bob, I can't believe you didn't know. Well, that. but he's also pretty handy around the cables. I've seen. <laughs> so I don't know about that. I don't think you're correct at all. So, Bob, you did get a point. So, congratulations, Junes. This is back to you. Okay. Who is Jacob Peterson? The name is Jacob Peterson. I believe that to be an athlete. And who does I he I believe play for? that to be a hockey player. Wow, an extra Ooh, point. How he about had the that? deciding goal two nights ago for your Dallas Stars. Okay, so June's on the board. Bob, back to you. Okay. Who is Al Farb? The name is Al Farb. I feel like it's probably a co-worker. <laughs> Is that your final answer? There's just no way there could be a country act with Al Farb as his name. He would change it to something, right? Yeah, it's my final answer. All right, and uh, do you know what Al Farb does around here? He definitely doesn't sing country music. Um, no, I couldn't begin to guess. I'm going to say he's in sales, doing well. Hey, what's up? It's Al Farb, Assistant Program Director and uh, Afternoon Host at New Country 96.3. I'm on from 3 p.m. till 7 p.m. literally next door to the Ticket Studio. And I've been here. March will be four years. <laughs> Boy, Al and I know each other, too. Yep. I had no idea that was his yep. name. Al Farb. <laughs> All right. Well, you got a point there. You correctly identified a co-worker. Junior? I could pick him out of a lineup, to be fair. Okay, Junior, who is Kayla Thornton? Kayla Thornton. Ah, KT. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Handpicked yeah. successor. <laughs> Kayla is a co-worker. No, I'm sorry. Kayla is a forward for the Dallas Wings who averaged <laughs> 7.5 points per game. That's illegal. 7.5 a game. That's uh, why I didn't know her. Rotation Give me piece. someone who's averaging double yeah. figures. You're a noted Wings I'll fan. I thought you would. <laughs> rotation piece. I you would Not get an that. MVP candidate. <laughs> All right, Bob. Who's Eli White? Oh, it's a Ranger great. Okay, and yeah. what does he do? Like, <laughs> what does he do, like, besides play baseball? Yeah, what position does Eli White play on the Rangers? You're a sports expert. Yeah. <laughs> Catcher. He's an outfielder. He had Tommy John last year yeah. with an elbow injury. Okay, Junior, back to you. Always safe, by the way, to just say utility man. Because that could be kind yeah, of... Yeah, well, I, I think he's failing to point out that he did play some catcher in high school. In right. le- <laughs> Legion Ball. Craig, who is Brian Moot? The name is Brian Moot. Brian Moot. That name sounds very familiar to me, and I think it it's from when... I've been listening to country music stations. I think he's a country music performer. Damn no. it. It always makes everyone feel like so embarrassed, but then again, right. we probably failed that game too. Hey, it's Brian Moot. I uh, work on the Wake Up With The Wolf show every single morning right next door to you. I've been doing it for almost two years now. <laughs> Wake Up With The I Wolf. I love it when the they tall guy it. wears a ball been here cap. for almost two years. <laughs> Works with Tara next door, somebody up here. The few people that are up here in the morning, is one of them is Brian. I pass him in the hall every morning. Yes. I've just never known his name. Well, you know what? Masks have done this to us. Yes. Can't yeah. see. No, we can't get to know our neighbors as well. We're all vaxxed. He's not wearing a mask. Anyway, Bob, back to you. Who is Rebecca Silvers? The name is Rebecca Silvers. Definitely co-worker. 
Okay, and for a bonus point, what does she do? Promotions type things for country type music. You know what? You're hey, right. This is Rebecca Silver's marketing director and promotions director for the for the new Hot 93.3, 99.5 The Wolf, and New Country 96.3. And I've been here for seven years as of January. He's getting all the oh, easy ones. So Bob, Bob knows the lady, huh? <laughs> weird. Huh. Surprise, surprise. Weird, weird, what weird. an upset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, Craig. Do you know the name Joe Barlow? Who is Joe Barlow? Can I use a lifeline? Sure. You have a few in the room? Donovan? <laughs> I guess you don't understand the eyes closed real tight. Well, he yeah, mine was my head. telling me no. to take you. Bob. Mine was more nodding toward you. They're both trying to hide. <laughs> I was like, no. Would you like to ask me? Doesn't this sound like a Rangers pitcher? I was going to guess a country music artist. Yes, I'd like to ask Bob. He's the closer for the Rangers. Okay. Okay. See, I said Rangers pitcher. Do I get that? I guess so. <laughs> Absolutely. The he closed games. Host. He's going to be part of the bullpen for years to come. Okay. And I'll tell you what. You got to keep an eye on him. And the he's he's nails late. Hey, Jooms, let's turn over the pitch counter you have on your neck for last year's season. Let's see how many that is. Uh, let's see here. 47. What do you got? All right. Let's see. 13. All right. Bob, who is Priscilla Block? The name is Priscilla Block. See, that sounds like a bad country music name, but at a certain point, I'm going to get a country music artist. I would advise her to change her name to a better country music name, but that's got to be country music. Very good. Yes, Priscilla Block, she's got a hit out right now just about over you. She's 26. She's an up-and-comer. Okay. You might hear her in the hallways around here. Very good, Bob. Okay. Is this a route? Am I routing Yeah, what's our, what's our score right now, Fernando? That would be five for Bob plus a bonus point, two for Junior no. plus a bonus point. Junior has some catching up to do, so I'm going to br- bring up the name Jessica McKenzie Williams. Who is Jessica McKenzie Williams, Junes? That has got to be a country music star. Damn it! I'm Jessica McKenzie Williams, and I'm the sales marketing specialist for Cumulus Media. (laughs) She has an accent. I have six Craig Miller accounts. Don't (laughs) act like you know her. I can't believe you don't even know your co-worker. I'm making you tons of money. The middle name or the maiden name tripped you up. Yes, it made it sound like a performer. Yeah. Okay, Bob. Yes, sir. Who's Allie Aaron? Allie Aaron, country music star, athlete, or co-worker. See, I just met in Allie a couple days ago. I didn't get a last name, though. But it feels like country music. Hey, this is Allie. I work in production, and I'm happy to be here. Mm. That's probably the alley you met the other day. No, it was more Ali. Oh, who okay. was? Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, doing our video. Yeah, oh, <laughs> the, the harassment <laughs> video. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, 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 no. Thank you video. Oh, oh, Ali. How dare oh, okay. you? What do you mean by that? Well, you just had the harassment training, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I need to go on. I need to print my certificate pretty quickly. <laughs> I need to print it before it expires. All right, Junes, you got to catch up. I'm going to okay. give you the name Wyatt Johnston. The name is Wyatt Johnston. I got this. Can I use a lifeline? Sure. 
Mike? He's a country music star. Cactus Sunset, his latest album. That's my you answer. Know, that is the star's number one pick this past. <laughs> Cactus Sunset. 23rd overall. <laughs> Whiskey Dreams. Future he Dallas He was shaking star. his head yes like he knew this. <laughs> I wanted to do something. I'm sitting on board. <laughs> That's confidence. That's so believable. His right. eyes lit up, too. He's like, yes, we got this. Last Cactus one for Bob. Sunset. I don't think you can ca- I don't think you can catch up, Junior, but Bob, I want to know if you know the name Jonathan Dodd. Who is Jonathan Dodd? What's the last name? Dodd. D-O-D-D. Jonathan Dodd. Jonathan Either one of you, if you know this, I'll be impressed. I know. (laughs) Oh, he knows now. Okay, I'm going to use my lifeline. Uh, Craig Miller. Country music star, hit song, Cactus Sunrise. (laughs) No, he is a ticker anchor on Saturdays. He'll be filling in a lot over the holidays, so maybe you'll get to know one Jonathan Dodd. You know, I've always had my eye on him. I think think he's got some real potential. (laughs) And here's a bonus. Do you know who Jay King is? I do. Coworker. All right, very good. Yeah, he's been our board up overnight before. Right, so... That's all the names I have. So wasn't that what's worth our 10 final? Points, that, yeah, that was the ten pointer. Five two for the Sterminator. The Sterminator oh, knocks off the man of the people. An upset in another edition of Country Athlete Coworker. Thank you so much. This ticker is brought to you by McShan Florist and Deep Ellum Brewing Company, Dallas Blonde. Now you've heard every single show on this radio station do this. And now it's my turn. It is my turn to review Get Back. Heads up! Heads up! Here's another one. And and another one. Get Back. This song by Ludacris is from his album, The Red Light District. It was released as a single in 2004, and it reached number 13 on the Billboard Hot 100 in January of 2005. Now, the video is awesome. It starts out with Ludacris in a bathroom at the urinal, and a guy walks right beside him. But he has the big old pow-pow arms. Like, it's really cool. And then the video has his crew of, like, five or six really thick sisters dancing and being his, like, protection and all that stuff. And if you thought I was going to talk about Get Back, the Beatles documentary, you're out of your ass. This is my Get Back. Crank it, Jer. Speaking about bowling, bowling, just thinking about brawling till y'all start bowling. We all in together now. Birds of a feather now. Just bought a plane, so we changing the weather now. So put Put your brakes on, caps, put your capes on, and knock off your block, get dropped, and have your face flow. Cause I'll prove it, scratch off the music like hey, Alright, everyone, all together. Deep beat, why you all in my ear, talking a whole bunch of shit that I ain't trying to hear. Get back, you don't know me like that. Get back, you don't know me like that. Deep beat, I ain't playing around, make one false move, i take you down. Get back, to where you want to be. You don't know me like that. Yeah. To where you once you don't know me like that. Yeah. I came, I saw, I, saw. I hit him no. right there in the jaw. In the jaw, I came, I saw, that's the only get back I'm gonna talk about. Look 
at this crew that we have today. I do not know if this mix will fly, but we have all got our hard hats on and our lunch pails, so we're gonna try. Got Jub and his Marconi. You know that Norm's in the Hall of Fame. Three guys named Dan, two of them have hair. And look, there's Big Strong Jair. White elephant in afternoon drive time. Gimme, 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 gimme. Killing on White Elephant. White Elephant. Sounding like total failures. TF, TF. Chilling on White Elephant. And that's the open. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> to Afternoon yes, Drive. Mommy. This is that. Oh, I need more of that. This is Afternoon Drive, huh? This is it. How does it feel? Do you feel richer? Yeah, it feels different. It feels like uh, it's more important. Have you seen how... Like, I'll get yelled at if I do something that I do from noon to three. (laughs) But have you seen how differently Bob acts now that he's in that pay scale of... He has a monocle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he now that's wears weird. a monocle and a, uh, and a top hat and a cane. That's very odd. When did he, he start doing that? When he started, it's not actually a monocle. Monocle. It's one of those those little uh, magnifying glasses that you you value jewelry at. Yeah, you diamond cut with. Yeah, those. he's always looking at jewels and fine gems that he's acquired with his new salary. Bob's a one one tier. That's right. So what's up? Yeah. I don't know. Well, How are we doing? Gas. I is E-Brake we Man last longer, really? Longer we made it to is E-Brake Man just going to hang out all day? <laughs> yeah. Like, he's here. No one so, knows he's here. Yeah, uh, playing that music, you would have thought that'd probably be Danny or Danny, Jeff. Because or Gordon. Those, those guys yeah. are uh, very capable of doing that. But I uh, actually kind of threw that out to them, and they were like, eh, yeah, no, I don't want to. That's what you said. I know. I asked Danny, why don't you bring your guitar in? He's like, so we have employed the legendary P1, known as E-Brake Man. What's up, fellas? Yeah, boy. Yeah. You bring go. us out of break or into bre- or out of yeah return music. music. Return music. Yes. Does he have a real name or is that private because he's running from the law? E. 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 Right. His name is Break. Correct. No, his last name is Brakeman. He's uh, <laughs> oh, he's Jewish. Yeah. So there you go. He's, wearing, he's actually what, wearing an outfit. He's wearing like a superhero costume. Like a leotard with yeah. a cape and this everything. Gonna, and it says E-Brake Man on the front. It's going to be a great show. I feel like I mean, the fact that we start with a bit, just that shows you the attitude we're taking here for the next four hours. There's nothing but laughs, hilarity. So although I do believe we're a bit laden. And other stuff. And should we introduce everybody here? Yes. We do have three guys named Dan. Because DJ's real name is Daniel. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Is it really? Surprise. Daniel Jackson Jermaine Jeremy. Daniel Jermaine Jehovah's Ringenberg. James. James. Daniel Daniel James. James. DJ works. DJ works. That's a biblical name there, bro. You're you're Daniel James from now on in our show, buddy. Okay. (laughs) I guess. That's fine. Yeah, get his full name out there for easy. Hello, easy what? <laughs> well, you know, people can look you up easier. I don't know if he wants that, Norm. There's really not much to look up. I hate to break it to you. Yeah, yeah we were, one of our things today on the run sheet is 
what's his bit? What's he got? I don't know. And I guess very, we're going to find out. It's very what's unknown. His bit. But you know he's got something. There's a 410 to 430 block that just has my name on it, so we're going to What are we doing? make something happen. We, See, got, a, we got a game. We got one okay. game today. So we're so I think we're bit laden. Yes. The fact that However, we all have to run the board at some point. Yeah, I think that's pretty bit laden. <laughs> I haven't run a however, board in forever. I've never run the board. <laughs> Danny was saying that despite the fact that we're bit laden, this was at at the end of the meeting and he was walking out. It was like I have no idea what we're doing. You said, and you said this is a dream of yours. You it wanted is. to not know what the show's going to be about. I've always wanted to be part of a team where on White Elephant Day, no planning, no discussion, you just trusted everybody to come to the table with content yeah. and wing it 100%. And I told Dan that, and he goes, I mean, aren't we kind of already doing that today? <laughs> and he's, he's pretty much right. Was yeah. that your imitation of Dan? Yes. Me? Okay. That wasn't that bad. No, I think we've got a plan. <laughs> I think the best thing for White Elephant, you have an outline, uh-huh. and you do what we've done. You've assigned people, okay, you're bringing something for a couple of segments, and I, for the most part, trust everybody in this room. Why did you gesture toward me <laughs> so dramatically no, no, no. when he just the entire can't side see. of the he room? He gestured to his right. <laughs> With you and Norm and myself. Yeah, as Danny, as everybody. Yeah. I trust Dan. It's DJ. No, I trust everybody. DJ's doing two 16-minute tickers for his two bits. I'm ready to go. Wow. Cowboys injury well, you really report. slotted him as not having anything. Yeah. <laughs> We're giving him a chance. Yeah. Are we still having Dan Halem on at 515? Is that happening? Or no? I thought it was Van Halem. I wrote questions, and I never got confirmation. All right, so... I will uh, describe what you're talking about. So you're saying we got an, you got an email, right? I I got a I got an email from from the group here. Well, no, the wh- show. Who's it come from? Oh, I'm sorry from from Norm H. You didn't get any email. Oh yeah, an email. No, you yeah. didn't get an email from me. <laughs> you, I got an email from no, you. I you did. didn't. <laughs> so, uh, what day did you have a remote? You were out on Tuesday, maybe. Oh no, uh, not Friday. And uh, Wednesday of last week. Well, whenever, okay. This was five days ago. Today's Thursday. Okay, so you got the... rest of the world, everyone thinks this is Tuesday, but today is Wednesday. You must have got the email on Thursday. Uh, Friday, I think. Okay, well... Or no, maybe Norm responded on Friday, something So here's the deal. What are we looking at here? On Tuesday... Don't worry about it. I got up here. When you left the studio, Norm... Yes. You left your email open. Uh, (laughs) He does it all the time. So... I was very busy. We had something going on Tuesday. Bullets were flying. We got a lot of stuff yeah, going on, yeah, so I didn't have time. Yeah. I just I just pushed it aside. I didn't close it out. I just didn't do anything. Is that why my credit card got declined on Friday? Hold on. Okay. So then on uh, Wednesday, you guys had a remote, but I looked at the screen, and it was still up. Nobody had touched that. that nobody uses these computers except you. Like True. These, everybody brings their own computer. Because you forget that you're logged in, and then hijinks can happen, so never use the shared computer. So we have 17 giant Acer screens in this. <laughs> in this, uh, this is what Cumulus does. They put these computers in here. We don't need them. Yes, Norm do. does. Norm does. Yes, we do. Norm needs them. Norm is, does not have a laptop. I've got a laptop. Well, but you don't bring it. No. I've got a, I've got a nice rose gold MacBook. 
Well, so does my 16-year-old daughter. So. <laughs> and it's got pretty flowers on it. <laughs> Put some stickers on there. That's right. Got this Pictures little. of Frito. <laughs> Do you know what incognito is? What? Incognito? Doesn't yeah, work. sure. You know what that searching feature is? Oh, yeah. I know what that phrase is. means. Oh, the phrase. No, but I mean, there's a search feature. It's to... No. So Mayor Bear doesn't know where you're going. It. No. Yeah. Okay. Uh, by Mayor, <laughs> by the way, it doesn't matter if Mayor Bear knows where I'm going. Okay. Well, then you and I visit different sites. Okay. Um, <laughs> Mayor uh, Bear made the jumbotron. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Mike Soroy and I penned an email. We said, "Well, let's send an email to the White Elephant Group from Norm." Right. And we suggested. I didn't well, I want to wonder what you thought when you saw it. Because what does the email say? Uh, let me find it. It's here. from Norm H. Lads, I'm very much looking forward to White Elephant. So, lads, for very, yeah, very right away, you got think me it's had me fooled already. I have an idea to bounce off of you all. With the MLB lockout shutting down the Hot Stove League, I have an in with Dan Halem, the Deputy Commissioner and Chief Legal <laughs> Officer of Major League Baseball, <laughs> a.k.a. Rob Manfred's right-hand man. He's available at 510 and 530, which would be great as that is our primetime audience. I've already requested 510, but, but but could probably change it if you prefer a later time slot. Looking forward to seeing you all. <laughs> Cheers, Norm. So we were just thinking, what would you guys not want to do is talk Major League Baseball lockout <laughs> at no 510 with some attorney. <laughs> <laughs> Who, by the way, so, yeah. cannot say anything because he's forbidden by... The major leagues and all the people they were That's way too much to information. Right there, there you go. So that's Dan's why, yes, that's why we didn't, right now. didn't get him. Nobody replied except one person. <laughs> you. Yeah. And you didn't want to say, this is a terrible idea. What are we doing? It's I was very passive aggressive in my reply. <laughs> if you want to read that, DJ. Danny said, quotes, I misread this and thought you were booking Van Halen, which I would love. <laughs> and that's it. Booking <laughs> <laughs> Van Halen. <laughs> But I feel like the funniest response was the response to Danny's. Yes, response. this is what made it so convincing. <laughs> Norm H responds so all Norm to Danny. Norm respond replied all to an email that came he, from his account, but he doesn't know that it came from his he account. He assumes it came from Danny. Yeah. Norm H replies, "That's wonderful, Danny. Be well, Norm." And that's all. I was. <laughs> so yep. you weren't looking saw, at it thinking, oh, what is he? What is this? It, <laughs> you just saw Danny's email and thought, okay, I'll just support my teammate. And so until I ran into you in the hallway and you spilled the beans that you were the one that constructed that the original email, I still thought that that was Norm. <laughs> I had no idea. To me, like basically <laughs> saying, that's wonderful, Danny. Like I'm not taking I'm not taking his suggestion to have on a baseball guest at five ten on White Elephant Day seriously. Like it almost felt like Norm was replying like basically F you just patting you on the head, like okay, you don't know what you're talking about. Exactly, exactly. Sounds great. So I just left it alone. <laughs> so, so we're not getting Dan Halen or Van saying. Halen. You're so, the one. So, Jub, we had bits before the show even started. Man, that's so great. That's what you're saying. We didn't just start the show with a bit. And we that's started why, the show with a bit last week. And that's why in one of my segments today, we're going to focus on Dan. Me? Yeah. Not Dan Halem? No. <laughs> Dan Halem. I, I think... <laughs> because I think... And well, even, should we really uh, take Jer off the board? He's 
<laughs> effing on fire right now. It's he's crushing. Yeah. No, we don't want to take him he, off the board. He knows he's going to be leaving the board. Wait till Danny and I get on the board. <laughs> oh my gosh. We're bringing Jer in studio today. But no, Danny wrote a song called I'm in Love with Dan McDowell. I think all of us up here love Dan more than people know. That's true. And I have a, just a couple of reasons why later in the show. Oh, and I have oh. some questions for you, too. So you're teasing something. Yeah. When is that, that going to okay? happen? Uh, we're going to do that at 5.50. That's Focus on Dan. 5.55 or somewhere in there. Here are the rules. Hmm. As a democratically elected uh, captain of this uh, whole show. Uh, captain of the TFers. That's kind of our nickname. Yeah. The total failures. Total failures. Mm-hmm. Um, except for Norm's not much of a TFer just because you have... You're in the Hall he of Fame. He doesn't fail, yeah. All of us, we I, fail all the time. You're in the Radio mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. I've had 123 emergency break wins. That kind of makes him a TF-er. If anybody knows failure on this station, it's me. So you've TF'd 123 times? At least, Danny. That, be- I, that, that beats my record. You're confirming you're a TF-er then. Of well, all of the ticket employees, who would you most like to watch TF, though? And it would probably be Norm, right? Yeah, I yeah, mean, he's the no all-time. Oh, yeah. Dan? Keep your shirt on over there. Oh, okay. I'm I knew you were going to be hot. sweater, but it's very hot. What do you guys think of that tree? So I found that tree in my neighbor's. <laughs> Once again, another bit. He's got a million and bits. And I love, though, how love the it. people at the ticket have decorated it so poorly. <laughs> That's the saddest looking tree that you've ever seen. There's a lot of crumpled up paper on there. <laughs> but it's kind of hanging on. If you walk around the, the cumulus hallway... Which we're going to do later if you want to uh, tease ahead stuff. Yeah. you love your teasing. Oh, sorry. Jub and his Fermatics. Mm-hmm. Jub and his Marconi winning Fermatics. Well, you know. Based. Um, <laughs> like, look at the other nice trees that are all around the cumulus oh. uh, fourth floor. <laughs> well, and then yeah. we got this <laughs> little are, special needs tree. Are those the same lights that were on there when you found it in the garbage? Mm-hmm. Uh, not those biggies. Does that tree vote against critical race theory, too? Or is that not how it works? Since it's a South Lake tree, well, it's uh, you're hitting closer to home than you even know. The where which person's garbage I got that out of? Oh, really? Was uh, part of a Leslie there's, there's a lot going on. <laughs> I stuck on in South Lake, but anyway, I apologize. I backtrack. Where were I? Oh, uh, where were I? Where, where <laughs> was I? The rules. Everybody will lead two roundtables. Okay, mm-hmm. you kind of got that schedule in front of you. Got it. Except, Jer, I don't have you leading a roundtable, Jer. If you're upset with that, we can change this no, right now. you're fine. Okay. No. Oh. <laughs> Jer's not happy. Uh, uh-huh. We're all going to take shifts as board up. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Okay. Got it. And we will not do tickers. Wait, 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 uh-huh. wait, wait. I notice Dan's name missing from the board op. I am not shift. doing the board op because I have to be... He's got to be a captain. I'm at the helm. Uh-huh. That's right. Uh-huh. I'm kind of directing traffic. Also, also uh-huh. how many other uh, team captains here on the ticket today provided full meal for you? I would how say about that? zero. Because I'm doing Only that. Only Dan. Again, that's why you did your own segment. That's right. We're doing a segment for our captain later because we care about him so much. If you so guys much. enjoy Eatsies, who doesn't, then... Uh, then you'll enjoy your food. If you don't, I'd pr- appreciate you don't saying that. Not say it live <laughs> on the air. <laughs> Keep it to yourself, DJ. Yeah. Couldn't exist. Uh, and uh, then the fourth rule: there are no rules. Yeah. How do you like that, bro? That's what I'm talking totally about. Totally wild uh-huh. ass. What? Oh! Oh! Look out! <laughs> They're getting closer all the time. 
Maybe well, chair we, is empty in the <laughs> empty in the chamber right here. <laughs> uh, so one of the uh, Jub ideas. So <laughs> again, we kind of came in saying God. everybody be prepared for two. Yeah, and then uh, yeah. we don't really know what everybody's doing. So I have no idea what's going to happen throughout the day. Uh, but you had a good idea this morning that we're going to implement or this afternoon. Yeah. That instead of because t- we don't want to do tickers. No. Everybody knows. Everyone the score, knows right? what's going on. There's no yeah. Mavs there's lost. no Mavs lost last night. You don't need an update on that. We know the Cowboys are playing football team. Yeah. So let's let's call people. <laughs> he just wants to randomly call people. Okay. So yeah, does that, it have to be no, famous no. people, or that, could that it just be cool be... if you landed someone famous? That would be really interesting. But it could just be your mom. I don't care. Ooh. Could it be Danny's biological mom? Could I actually thought sure. about calling her? Okay, she's not famous enough, though. You take it any direction. She's you pretty want. famous. I've heard a lot about her. You have something that you got to get a, get cleared up at home. <laughs> call home. I don't care. You just got to make a phone call. So call home. Just say what's up. No, not call home. Call somebody. Could I call Kelly? Yeah. Can we call, we call each other's wives? Yeah. <laughs> See what's up. Yeah. Sure, that's say, what you want to do. Ask her, do you really believe, is George a TFer, or do, do you think the Marconi makes him... Uh, I think his, she thinks I'm a total failure, yeah, yeah. for the most so part. So she'd say yeah. She'd be like, yeah. She would yeah. say yes, he's a TFer. Yeah. A lot of TFing around here. Yeah, I goof around all the time and yeah. fail all the time around the house. Trust me. That's great. A lot of TFing. That's fun. Yep. Oh, and I do want to mention this. <laughs> so uh, one more uh, mention, then we'll do stuff uh <laughs> let's hear it for our administrative assistant he's here to help in every way so he'll he'll help get us food he'll help with the tickers he'll help uh just whatever we want cray tray yeah former overnight okay i was ridiculed <laughs> when i brought him up the other day now we're glad to see him always yeah mm-hmm. Uh, he, he used to be my neighbor, but he moved. Yeah. Now, First here's time, the thing. Uh, I'm going to meet. First time you've been ridiculed at the station, DJ? Uh, no. Okay. I'm going to ask everybody who's not Norm, let's uh, let's Venmo Trey 20 bucks. 20 sure. bucks each. Okay. Well, now, then. here's the deal. you got to make him do $20 worth of work. <laughs> okay? Because I don't want any lazy guy just right. you know collecting welfare. I'll do anything anymore. for $20, Dan. Why am I left out? I didn't think you could Venmo. He can't. He does get married to do it. That's even better. Oh, really? How much you carry on you? You want cash? I've got at least 20. All right. Sure. I'll do cash. All right. Should okay. we guess how much money Norm is carrying can, right now? I can, I can give that to you. Whoa. One, two. Three. A little bit of a roll there. Let's see. Wait a minute. There's uh, He's got some folding money over there. There's wow. 120. He's yeah. got multiple wads of cash in his pocket. Like Jerry Jones. One, Somebody's be camped out next to his car. Three. Ready to club his knee? E break man smashes. I have. Would you feel it if somebody clubbed your knee? I have. Do you have any idea? (laughs) No. This one I wouldn't. That one I would. Whatever. (laughs) Stop him going to his car. Oh, I've got. I've got one (laughs) forty-five. But now because we're giving Cray Tray, so that ruins the guessing game. It's down to one twenty-five. Okay. Okay. At Trey Mitchell and Venmo. Yeah. Well, we'll putting it out publicly. Well, that's okay. Yeah. Maybe that is okay. Maybe he'll cash in on that. Okay, oh, so like I said, we have uh, E-Brake Man playing us uh, out of commercial breaks. We could even request him to play us into a commercial break mean? if we play want. Play us out. I, got I don't understand what that you means. want it. I don't know. 
Yeah. I got something for you. You ready? Take us to break. I'm a creep. (laughs) I left open my laptop. (laughs) What the heck is Hitler porn? Is that total failure? Got a lot of bits going on, George. Oh, a lot of bits. Is that total failure? All right, it's 3.30. Last Christmas, I let out a fart. The very next day, it gave you COVID-19. But this year... By the way, you guys are allowed to tell... Fear, I got the vaccine in my bottom, bottom. <laughs> if you want to tell e-brake man to, to uh, tone, pull it back a bit, you can it's it's all up to you. Yeah, if you just want music, let me know. It's it's turn on your mic. Well, music. My hot dog. Oh, oh there's there's your mic. Yeah, okay. No, he's great. Okay, we'll cut that back. Thank all you, right. Jeb. I just bit. want just I know how you know everybody likes their uh, things. <laughs> Danny Danny doesn't Thank like you. other musical talent. Mm-mm. That's so true. <laughs> Didn't you hate Tayzande when he was at? Summer no, that was, that was the best guest we've so ever great. had. So you don't, you and George you hated laser. <laughs> I used to hate laser, but I love laser now. They, they're they a slow burn. Okay. They're like the best band of all time. <laughs> Were they around the 2011 championship? Yeah. Is that their heyday? I think yeah. so. The guy with the TV, TV? Yeah. for a head and the dude that... Had a bird on his shoulder. King John, oh, no. I think. Once That's... I saw him in person, it made it made sense. Like you can hear a band's record, and you're like, "That's fine." But then you see him live, it's like, "Wow, I get it." Yeah. That's laser. Mm-hmm. That's Chamel. Yes, yes, Chamel. They, they did the open for our show, the Friday morning show, thirteen years ago, Jer. Twelve years ago, thirteen years ago. Oh no, Norm. I knew you weren't going to answer. <laughs> Not much it. help there. If you're wow. That sounds about right. About 2010, 2011, whatever right. it takes. Mm-hmm. I was worried about the Jer buy-in today. Just because uh, he gives that persona, but he will give you effort. He just won't. You gave acknowledge me a vibe that he's giving you effort. You gave me a vibe last week, Jer. As if, uh, eh, nah. Yeah. I just yeah. like, hey, you want to? Nah. Like I didn't even get it out of my mouth. Mm-mm. Like no. the, the end of the uh, <laughs> the question, and and he he denied. Yeah. Uh, but I have been now. I have a, uh, a a TF type thing to do in this segment. But okay. before that, mm-hmm. um, I was wondering what's Jer's bit because big strong Jer. I've known you for what twenty some years, He's right? Been here twenty years. Yeah, I've been here twenty four years. Twenty four years. Jer preceded me for sure. Yep, I outrank you. I think you were a weekend guy. Mm-hmm. Started on weekend overnights. Worked my way up. Start at the bottom, now I'm here. Uh, you were a weekend producer <laughs> slash board op or something when I first started. Yeah. You we, weren't doing overnights. No. By that time, I graduated to the rant, I think. That's <laughs> where we got Jared. Gordo said, hey, the guy who runs the board on the rant is great. We ought to get him because we needed a... I think this is when Steve Porcari left, wasn't it? Yeah. Is that, and you so, had Roger before that? Mm-hmm. And we brought in Jared for a tryout. And the very first day, he fell asleep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and we knew that's the guy. <laughs> that's the guy we want. It's great. <laughs> Man. It was early. What year was that? 2000, maybe? 2000. And I, I feel like I remember you saying you didn't want 
to do that full time. Yeah, so I didn't want to be forty years old and still be a board op. Oh, now what are you like fifty? Yeah, I am looking down the barrel at fifty. <laughs> and, uh, uh, Where's that pistol? Oh, come oh, on! Got it. <laughs> Jer's no TFer. That's what I say. No, he does not he's, fail. He's a success. He's yes. a TSer. I yes. fail creatively. Um, but you got a you you got some bits going on like right now. For instance, right you're, now, you're, well, your nails are polished. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been doing that for a while now. And uh, for there, a while, I've wondered, hmm, what's this guy's bit? So what's going on? Dan's always wondering what someone's bit is. But I also worry that it's a bear trap. I like them; they're pretty. That that for some somehow you're going to tell me that that's uh, your last wish before you leave this earth. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, right now they're my grandmother's favorite color, and she passed away two years ago. That's uh, not. That's I not don't that, accept that, that as a bear trap. trap. I don't accept that. Surely we've got a ticker to do now, don't we? Not yet. <laughs> What are you doing, Norm? <laughs> yeah, this is... Uh, We're learning about Jer. So you just like to paint the nails just because yeah, I just you like, like it. to paint the nails. I like it. It's pretty. They are okay. very lovely. Thank you. Dan has not gone through the harassment training yet. Obviously. <laughs> you haven't? Actually, I did this morning. Did you? Oh, okay. And so I, uh, it's amazing. Pretty cool boss, huh? <laughs> I'd like Hold to on. work there. I, I actually... he's the hero. Are we allowed to... Uh, like play vid, uh, audio from it. I ask, don't know. Ask cat. Yeah. Yeah, but if I ask cat, it'll say no. <laughs> <laughs> don't you understand how these things work? Cat's going to err on the side of caution, and that's not uh, that's not going to get us great radio. Did is you it? learn a lot new about uh, those rules, Dan? No, but I want to get the uh, the writer of the movie on the show. Like oh, I the little movies out. they show you? Okay. No, the, yeah, whoever put together this... Uh, oh, the little vignettes? Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's it's wonderful. The, the script is wonderful. There's the, It's so funny. There's old Todd. Old Todd has gray hair. Yeah. Balding. You know about that, Norm, a little bit. Yeah. Um, I know about that as well, uh. so I'm kind of old Todd in there. But old Todd wants to know, what's the deal with this... Uh, I mean... So you used to so be a man, and now you're a woman. How does that work? <laughs> I mean, do you have an operation or something? What's the deal with that? I just don't get it. He walks away in a huff, and uh, yeah, he needs training. What's her name? Was told, don't worry about him. That's just Todd. Yeah, uh, and then Todd was worried about the guy who's uh, the new guy in sales. He's wears a turban. That's how they get you. That's, <laughs> <laughs> they infiltrate your uh, your place. That's, right. That's of course he's nice. You know yeah, why he's yeah. nice? Because he wants to just suck you in, and then just uh, that's when he'll uh, terrorize you as a terrorist. <laughs> they, uh, the one part I have never imagined happening, but I might have dealt with it in a different way in the cumulus or in the uh, harassment training was the hot boss, the hot female boss. That's a tough one. That was the least relatable one of all of the scenarios. Right. She's real hot, and she wants to hook up, and she'll give you a promotion if you do. And I'm thinking, where's the law? Where's the L here? <laughs> That's a WW, right? <laughs> You're going to get a promotion. And and she's Do you remember the old boss. hypothetical uh from Jeff Crilly on channel whatever? I it was 4. It was uh Really Crilly? Really? I remember we cut this off of uh like their news tease. It was Would you have sex with Heather Locklear for a million dollars? Find out tonight <laughs> like that was their hypothetical. So wait, hypothetically, I'm having sex with Heather Locklear, and then you pay me a million dollars. Yeah, I don't know. I don't about know that, that one. he understood the. He did not come from the rant farm system. No. Right here. 
There needs yeah. to be balance. It can't be tilted all in your favor. <laughs> so I have completed the training. That's uh, one of the benefits to starting from at 3 o'clock. Yeah. I did it this morning. You've got so much time to get it's, other things done. It's insane how much time it's I had today. pretty like, amazing. I kind of had a little 15-minute nap. I uh, went on the treadmill. I, I didn't know what to do. What time did you wake up? Uh, probably about 7. Really? That I'm, early? I'm 7 o'clock guy now. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. So you're hitting the hay around 11, 11.30 every night? 11.30. Wow. So in your hypothetical, would she get the million? Well, then you're just paying her, and that makes her a hooker. <laughs> She's a hooker. Yeah, Norm needs the training now. Hey, yep. you do need <laughs> calling a hoe. Oh, that's still in there? That Norm needs is... to be deleted. Right, oh, George? Yes. Why? Norm is Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Have you done the training? You, There's not a chance no, in hell you No, the deadline's still more than a week away. Uh, is that the know, way to, what get, if you have to get to trouble. the Hall of Fame? Is by putting everything off? I guess it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because you try to tell your kids, ah, oh, you got to get this stuff done yeah. early. You, gotta, you can't okay. do this once you get in the real world. What yeah. comes first, your retirement or doing the training? Guess it depends on who you are. I bet Mike Soroy would like to know. <laughs> think it over. <laughs> so let me ask you guys this question. Do you think Corby, Seriously? as long as he's been in this business, will he ever make it to the Texas Radio Hall of Fame? Let's say he stays in for another 10 years. I thought, what? I thought he was nominated. Maybe. Nominated? Wasn't he? No, he went... A couple years ago? I think he went to the ceremony that inducted Mike Reiner oh. and supported him. Maybe because he was is from the Mike tree and Mike's in. Yeah. But will he, will but that's he not ever be help taken him. seriously enough to be inducted like you think of radio icons men that just kind of personify the business you think of people like norm yes people like mike reiner brad cham all the yes all those people that are in but like makes sense to me but don't get me started on that the music will be there no we won't we won't be there you absolutely man i think i think you guys you can't dominate the ratings in the as an entity we've got marconi's now i don't think so I don't know, Don't man. get me started on that thing. I know Norm's tied to the people. Or the, that's the goofiest damn thing I've ever seen. That radio well, hall, that Texas did, Radio Hall of Fame. It's goofy? Did, oh, yes. George Dunham. It is. Bears ahoy. Did you know in there, you were... Outside of the legends like Norm and a few others. Do you know you were nominated this yeah. year? Mm-hmm. Okay. But we didn't get in. Okay. I, I don't expect to get in. But you were nom- you've already been nominated? Yeah. So you can, well, I guess you can go in if you're on the air, because look at Norm. Uh, yeah. Well, wow. members of yeah, the Hall of Fame can nominate other people. Are you ripping someone? A little bit. They need to be, that thing is strange. You have to admit, Norm, there are some strange names in there that I like, don't really like think meet the criteria. I'm not going to name names. Redbeard? <laughs> Just, you hate Redbeard, <laughs> No, Redbeard, if he's in, I think he's a legend. Dan Marino. Dan Marino is not in there. <laughs> All right, it's 350. Oh, man. Uh-oh. I thought we were really getting to something. Now, let's hand it off to the Marconi Moose. Okay, this is the holiday season, so this is not a funny bit. This is actually something that ties in with the Christmas season. I have a friend by the name of Albert Vecchia. He is the equipment manager for SMU. Does football, basketball. The person you are trying to reach oh is not gosh. accepting calls at this time. <laughs> you used, How do you think the bit's going? Texas. So here's, but he's got a he's got a really cool thing for Christmas. He's buying. Was he ready for the bit or not? Yeah, I told him we're calling him at four o'clock. <laughs> Hang on, let me call. I'll him. try one more. Okay. And if he's not there, I got a number to call. Because okay. during for tickers, 
no tickers. We just got to get the sponsor. Yeah, we're good. But for that spot, for that thing, we're going to uh, just do random phone calls throughout the day. Yeah. And this is a phone call with uh, a cause. Buying kids bikes for Christmas. That's nice, right? For kids who can't afford it in uh, poor neighborhoods. I would sell it to them. Riding We're sorry. Your call cannot Moses be Malone. What the hell? <laughs> Hang on. Let me call him on my No, one more. One more. I got it. I got it. <laughs> You're I don't good. think you need to pot it down. The nope. person you yeah, are trying do. to reach Holy. is not accepting calls oh, at wait, this time. Oh, he's calling me. Yeah. Well, tell him he's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Albert. What's up? Hey, we're trying to call you on our studio. Yeah. F- yeah, we're trying to call you on our studio phone. He's. He's got... If they're, if they're not in his contacts, I guarantee you he's not accepting them. So that's just going oh, straight that to one of those oh. things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Tell him to turn that off. Uh, the, you, uh, yeah, they'll take a I half hour. Outside. Well, that's <laughs> not going to help. Go through your phone. Think that's going to help? <laughs> he has no I idea. don't know. We called you and it said you're not taking phone calls at this time. Do, do you not take calls outside of your... Huh? Uh, that's what it says? Yeah. Turn your thing off. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I got to figure out this new phone then. All right. Oh, no. It's a new phone. Yeah, you know how that goes. Phones no. are, the phones are always smarter than you. I don't. <laughs> Okay, well, we can talk to him like this. We'll do it. Okay, yeah, sure. yeah. yeah okay. give us your plug. Real quick, yeah, tell us about your effort to get um, Ask bikes him if for he kids. Likes TFing. Okay, uh, a few years ago, uh, I used to do a lot of Christmas presents, but I found out that giving toys for Christmas, you sustain a child for a day or two. What I did is I went to bicycles because I want to sustain children for more than a day or two and get them outside into a healthier environment and get them away from the video games. And so, uh, I picked a school, SS Dillo, in the Stop Six area of Fort Worth, Speed up. and uh, it's a Title One school. Uh oh, hello. I just going. It's a George? Title One oh, no. school. <laughs> yeah. You still with us? I just want everybody to know this is Jubs bit. I just hang on, Albert. You still with us? What if? Okay. So what if like a piano fell it, on him? We're this buying guy, bikes. Marconi? What? We're what buying a, bikes for kids in the stop what six area. Kids who can't afford them. Mm-hmm. So by the end of the show, or maybe <laughs> oh, let me try oh, to man, reestablish. Tony. Let me try to reestablish. Yeah, we can't. yeah. Let's just call him a hundred times. <laughs> okay, I'm canceling the "I Love Dan" segment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Forget it. We'll give out the info on how you can buy a kid for a kid. That's stop the ticket. How about that? Wait, right, you so. buy a kid? Buy a bike for a you kid. You just said buy a kid. Well, it's because I'm flustered. <laughs> That's the ticker. George is really good at managing his emotions. <laughs> I respect that about him. Because right now, I think he wants to rip your larynx no, out. Man. Fine. I don't, I'm not mad at Dan. <laughs> Me? What are we doing? I don't know. We're it's, still, uh, it's okay. It's okay. We're still doing bits. I like this, trying to do bits. I like this new and improved George. Friday morning e-break? No, man. No? We got about 80 more of those coming. <laughs> Did you ever say hi to yourself? What do you mean? Like people will have oh, an e-break yeah, in the Oh, yeah. I've done that before. Break. Yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. I like to say hi to myself. Yeah. All right. Well, sorry. That didn't work out. I will get you the info, though, on how you can take part in that if you want to. It's a good cause. Stop 6 I is do a want neighborhood, to. too, over there in the Fort Worth. Yes, it is. Yeah. So you buy a bike. Yes. For a kid. And so it's not just I'll like do a that. toy. It's some, okay. Me and you. So is that... Norm, you want to buy too. a bike for a kid? Okay. We I'll got three done. Is that... Okay. Does that make you me off your S list? You're not on my S list. Okay, you're kind of pissed. I've <laughs> no, never I seen him like this. I you, Dan, you were until you just offered to buy a bike. I'm yeah. fine. That's what I mean. That's I'm what fine. I just said. We'll help yeah. Albert and we'll help those kids. All right, now on to bit. DJ? Yeah.
Let's do bit. Did you have okay. more? Where are you so, going? No, no, we got, already read our sponsors. Got nothing. Yeah, yeah, no. Here's what we're going to do. This is Sports Radio oh, 967 The Ticket. <laughs> That's pretty smooth. live from the TXC Energy Mothership. Yeah. KTCK AM Dallas-Fort Worth. KTCK FM Flower Mound. A Cumulus Media Station. I think it's time for another ticket. White Elephant Day style. Oh, we got to play this. Captain Dan McDowell. George Dunham. When's Dan Malin coming on? And Big Strong Jeremy Moran. Brought to you by Hari Mari. Stoli Vodka. That's and sports That's radio, the call I'm making. And <laughs> the executive director of the thing. Okay. Of MLB. <laughs> That's All a right. signal right there. So here's what we want to do during this segment, because it's 4 o'clock. Okay. And uh, I've got two segments, and this is my second one uh, throughout the day. Then we got DJ, Norm, Jub, and uh, Danny said... Bro, lead uh, lead up to me because I've got a gold bit. So Danny's gold bit is <laughs> yeah. at the end of the show, right? Yeah, six ten, the most listened to. Is that segment not a good day? No, it's fine, Dan. I that's thought fine. that's a good time. Dan's fine. mad at if, you. If you want to put your cleanup hitter bat night, that's great. It's all for it. Man, See, I thought on the captain. I thought I would build up. I didn't want to do a bit the after Dan. Sporting event ever to grace planet Earth. <laughs> <laughs> all right, hang on, Norm. So we wanted to walk down to sales. And uh, entertain the just see what's going on what's in going sales, on. yeah. Before salespeople leave, we haven't seen them in a long time. Now it's four o'clock, so I think there's a good chance they're already gone. Seventy-five percent no. of them are still working from home, too. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's pretend we haven't seen the harassment training. <laughs> yeah, and we'll go down to sales. We'll do what Norm used to call trolling, and uh, yeah, get some hugs. <laughs> see what's up. <laughs> All right, here we go. Didn't know Norm invented that term. (laughs) (laughs) Is the mic working, Jer? How does it sound? Oh, yeah, that's great. great. That's great. Where are you going, George? George is coming. Yeah, George is going to grab a rib on his way out. (laughs) Did you grab some some food? uh, Okay. They were going to ask me, but they figured with me using Walker... I wouldn't make it down there before the end of the segment. Wouldn't make it down there before the end of the show. It didn't seem like you had a lot of buy-in on that, uh, Norm. I thought Norm was supposed to go read poetry to the sales department. I'm reading poetry here. Oh. Mm. No, he's going to give his comb to the sales department. Don't don't look so deflated, Danny. (laughs) Okay, so this is... look like this. (laughs) I like doing this because the P1s always say, well, what's it like at the ticket? Describe the ticket. And uh, when we come out into this uh, hallway, this cold, desolate hallway, it's a lot different because they've done renovations here. They've actually put money into the ticket. So everybody's saying, hey, uh, they treat you guys so terribly. They don't uh, put anything into the ticket. But they do when it's the part the other stations have to use. So we have, what, eight stations here, ten? Something like that, yeah. But we've got new paint and floors, too. Look how nice it looks. It looks very, very nice. Why are all the pictures still leaned up against the wall? That's a great question. Norm wants to know why the pictures are still leaned up against the wall. Uh, Now, I am right outside Kat's office. Now, Jeff Catlin probably could answer that. Norm wants to know why the pictures are still against the wall. Norm said... Uh, he could play, uh, play an immigrant uh, just to come in here and hang these up over the weekend. Uh, I, I don't know. That's a good question, and it's driving me crazy. I wish we'd get this stuff hung up. So, Norm, get on it. I wish we Okay. And, uh, Jared, just dump anything. Since you've seen the harassment training, dump anything that I say that has to be dumped. <laughs> so dump anything you say. Got it. Oh, come on, Jer. Come on, Jer. Jer Bear. Jer. Anyway, before we walk down the hall, George, 
Let's announce our presence to the hallway with authority. I have E-Brake Man here. Hello, E-Brake Man. What's up, guys? You guys, uh, you, you like the ticket? Uh, I've, I've dabbled with some ticket. Okay, so what we're going to do is uh, just sing a little song before we go down the hall just to get us in the mood in the Christmas spirit. Hey there, Dan. Merry Christmas. Let's go to sales and meet Chris Chris. Let's walk down the hall. Let's make some cold calls. Docking here on White Elephant Day. How do we know if our swords fit? Your e-brake man, and I love your bit. I just love to play. You are my new bae. Docking here on White Elephant Day. Yeah. It can get real cold, so bring a jacket. I'll keep it on or else people would scoff. But do not forget that we are in Texas. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I guess it's jacket off. That was force and a bingo. But I like bits like Trey Wingo. <laughs> Jump Danny and Norm. Jer and DJ. Docking here on White Elephant Day. Yeah. Jump Danny and Norm. Jer and DJ. Docking here on White Elephant Day. Docking on White Elephant Day. Wow. Well, that was something, wasn't it? <laughs> is, that, uh, is that music humor, Danny, that I don't get? Yeah, Danny's laughing. What happened? That's, uh, that's Gordo's line. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So we're walking down. The, so we passed uh, KSCS. We passed the old, this is the old ESPN studio. Oh, yeah. They, uh, they didn't do so well, buddy. <laughs> Moment of silence for ESPN. Uh, Paul in... Uh, oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> now we're passing the production studios. Look at that. That is Pat. Open air production studios. <laughs> My God, how things have changed. He's known as... He's known as Fake Bob. Around here. He loves the Chicago Cubs. He loves... Uh, Pooping. Did he get married at Wrigley Field? Did he get married at Wrigley Field? Pat, did you get married at Wrigley Field? He's nodding. He got married at Wrigley Field. Can you believe that? What a catch. That's <laughs> <laughs> game, day or, game day or not a game day? Uh, uh, I don't know, Norm. I, I, we're gone. Okay, so here we are. We're heading to sales. <laughs> Sorry, Norm. Oh, uh, here we are. So this is the big room on four, the uh, big meeting room. Mm -hmm. We met here today. Danny, I wanted to get your thoughts on the fact that the guy from The Wolf was eavesdropping on our meeting. And, and making suggestions. Started <laughs> making suggestions on stuff we should do for the show today. He made probably ten times the suggestions that we made for our own show. <laughs> yeah, he's, I feel like that guy's, that, many. that guy's got great bits. Yeah, he had some swell ideas. All right, so what do you see everywhere you look here, George? Empty um, cubicles. But we actually have uh, salespeople here. I, I bet we have maybe half dozen, something right. like that. Yeah. So now, now Richard Frisch is on the phone. Do you want to just go grab the phone and hang up on it? <laughs> just grab it. Just grab it and be like, I'm Marconi winning day, uh, George Dunham. Oh, man. He would love that. COB. All right, let's go around here. Let's go around. We still, they still picking us up? Yeah, you sound great. In loud and clear? You sound great. better now than you did when you were in Kat's office. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Look, we've seen three nice Christmas since we walked over here. Beautiful. Beautiful. We've got Cray Trey with us. We got E Brake Man. And uh, 
Well, look, here's Dan Milhorn. <laughs> For all your uh, cumulus radio needs, Dan Milhorn. Dan Milhorn. Boy, look at that mustache. That's a great mustache, dude. Mustache. Dan? Hey, Dan, I'm Dan. Hey, Dan. Nice How's to meet you, Dan. Good That's to see you, Dan. Mustache. Hey, what about yours? Now, it looks like you wear that all year long, though. I do. Mine's just for November, and I want people to be aware of cancer into December. Oh, well, that's a good cause. Do you know cancer? I, I yeah, no I'm, I've heard it. I'm aware. Okay. Well, good. I've, my work here is done. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. There's Dan. Oh, my God. Look over here, George. What? Yeah. This guy's uh, got a trophy case. Wow. All the uh, sales. You have been Q4 2018, Q4 uh, award winner. Great. Yeah, what have you done lately? Congratulations yeah. on all those awards. That's great. George, George, who's lugging around a Marconi. Right. <laughs> What's going on, man? You got some hair going on here. I'm huh? an afternoon drive with one sponsor. Cut it for November. Do you know cancer? Uh, so uh, you you are definitely into bits because uh, this is Michael Dagenhart. He uh, he uh, was a part of the Wild Ass Circus, right? Uh, yes, sir. Was. And you were, he's one of the guys that was upset when Bob and I skipped out on the dinner that time in, in California. Yes, the lunch that we had, the, the fake phone calls. All of a sudden, their phones started ringing and scattered. Yeah, that's when we left because they were having a seance for uh, Alice, not Alice Cooper. Who was it? Uh, for Janis Joplin. Oh, Alice <laughs> Cooper's alive, right? Yeah. Alice All right. Junior knows him. Is this your uh, client there? That is my client, Tito's. Tito's. All right. Let's go. What's up? And is that no is way. that is that chips? Yes, it's, it's like a party back here. Well, it is a party back here. <laughs> Pork rinds. Yeah. All right, let's get out. Oh, look, he's got a little ESPN Radio uh, shrine as well. Yeah. Remember ESPN Radio? That's why his awards are from four years ago. It's weird coming over here. I mean, there's at least some act, but it's just not like it used to be. You know? No, it isn't. Do you think uh, these are the big wigs? These are the people with offices with windows. They do you think they're into bits? No, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think whatever we're doing right now is going to go over really well. Now they do have uh, a lot of Ted Lasso signs up here. Do you feel that's motivational? Can be. Do you like that show, by the way? Or are you one of the ones that hates it? Uh, I've never really watched it, but I've been told not to watch it. So. <laughs> Sorry, okay. George. Uh, Trey is directing us over here. He wants us to go over here. Oh, good. Follow Trey. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> Does it look like she wants to do have anything to do with us? No. Norma might. All right. Norma, you do a bit. But all right, let's go see Norma. Okay. Hey Norm, this is. We got a song for it? We got a song for it? Norma. Rhythm. All right. Bells in the key of Wonderwall. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Norma. Can you ask, uh, answer our question? I'm uh, Dan McDonald from The Ticket. How are you? Nice to meet you. Have you heard of The Ticket? Yeah. <laughs> you, uh, who do you generally use sales for? Um, the what? You work for all the stations or what? Everyone up here. Is this, does this even work? Okay. Yes, it's a microphone. Yeah, it works. It works about kind, half the time. Of. Are we cutting out? A little, a little bit. bit. Okay. Rhythm. Rhythm. Yeah, we're on the air. We're on the radio. Around no, with are. a microphone, no, not on the radio. What do you think this bit is, Norma? <laughs> now you're wearing an FDR type blanket there. What's the deal? It's cold in here. <laughs> a little chilly. Yeah, she's just got a blanket on her lap. Watch out for that bear trap. 
Oh, okay. Uh, are you having good times? What? How's uh, a little late for you to be here? Why don't you uh, head home? I'm, I'm giving you the day off. Okay. All right, then I'm leaving. All right. <laughs> so, do we call you to buy airtime, or do we call someone else and they direct it through you? What? How does this work? Uh, yeah, yeah. I just do digital. Just do digital. Thing is, that's that's the future. You should be like I do digital, I had a not that crappy. Like that once. <laughs> <laughs> Underrated. Oh, you know, here's a th- yeah. That's the thing. You understand the pressures of radio, don't you? Like mm-hmm. the constant pressure that we are under to produce ratings, generate revenue. Like you understand what that's like, isn't it? Uh, it's it's funny because when I go home, uh, you know, no one no one really gets gets the industry that I'm in and just uh, the con- the spotlight. You know? Yeah. Do you kind of understand where I'm coming from? Yes, completely. She has no interest. Totally. She hates you so much. <laughs> there, there goes next year's Marconi. All right. Well, thanks, Norma. I'm, uh, I'm just down the hall there. All right. Bye. All right. Oh. Want to shout out to anyone? God. No. Oh. Just reaching for her assault whistle the whole time. <laughs> say, say that again. She hates you. No, go ahead. You didn't swear, did you? No. The FCC doesn't like that. No. All right. Bye, Norma. Bye, Bye Norma. That's Norma. For all your sales needs, go to normal. Sounds all like right. a typical happy cumulus employee. <laughs> all right, I think our work here might a be done, George. Media about station. quarter after. Okay. You want to roll? Yeah, we can roll. Uh, hey, get down here for a trusted lab spot. Tell that dude to sing some more. Hey, Jessica. Jessica McKenzie Williams. Jessica McKenzie Williams McDowell. How are you? All right, what are you doing? What do you got going? I'm working on some sales pitches. Okay. For, uh, do you need any help? <laughs> I got Marconi winning George Dunham right here. He can make a cold call for you. I'm glad to help you. I can make a phone call if you need me. Yeah, do you have an uh, auto sponsorship? I do. DNM. Yeah, sorry. No. I don't. What? I don't. <laughs> DJ, a lot of guys back no. in the studio no. want to talk Actually, to you. No. <laughs> Come on to the ticket studio. Uh, thanks for the talk. Out, DJ. <laughs> Good times. Great. That's ticket sales. Oh, look at the, look up right up here on the. Uh, we have a picture of George Dunham and George and Gordon Dunham and uh, Craig as well. They won the Marconi. All right, all right, that was awesome. Yeah, that's all we got. All right, is this the best? This is the best. All right, we even had chips. Give us a time check, George. I have no idea. What four seventeen. Five uh, four seventeen on the ticket. Back to our fearless leader and captain of the three to seven show. Big Mac. No, you just go ahead and take it. You're throwing it right back to me? Yeah, why not? Because you want to eat? Maybe. It is White we Elephant Day. All the Time for a break. Oh, you play this. All right, I guess is we're the done. the best we could come up with? Pretty much. Got to play the liners. Yeah. It's White Elephant Day. Brought to you by Hari Mari, Stoli Vodka, and Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Tick. This segment is brought to you by All Pro Foundation Repair. Who's up? Thank you, Jer. 425 here on the ticket. Super late. It is Danny Bayless over there, Dan McDowell, Norm Hitzkiss. Jub Jub is moving into position running the board now. Jeremy Moran. Me, DJ Ringenberg, E-Breakman is here. Not something that I was anticipating, but also joining us today is Trey Mitchell. Cray Trey, as he's known around here. Trey, are you ready to go? What's up, Dill Joe? What are we doing? Hey, buddy. Anybody that doesn't know Trey Mitchell, Trey is maybe my best friend here at the radio station. He showed me around. Sweet. Showed me around on my first day (laughs) as an intern whenever I uh, took over. Go away, Baton! None of that happening, but instant connection. Trey's just a super good dude. Everybody likes Trey. Just happy to have him. Oh, Jeremy Moran walking into the studio here. 
And I wanted uh, to find a way to incorporate DJ Trey. DJ play-by-play on everything that's happening. I love it. He's a pro. You want this to be your segment, or? Whoa. Oh, gee. Oh, love it. Oh, Passive-aggressively calling out the fact that uh, we're late. and In your place. I know. As I was I'll, saying. I'll go back to my eatsies. <laughs> as Obviously. I was saying. I commissioned Trey. I wanted some sort of tribute. Just, you know, we're over a year now to where I've been working here. I feel like I'm finally starting to settle in a little bit. You know, I think that's kind of the the beauty of the ticket is if you embrace it, it will embrace you. If you don't embrace it, you will never be welcome and you will end up just kind of fading away. Mm-hmm. As some people have had. So I figured kind unless of... Unless you're Fernando. Unless you're Fernando. Okay. I am not tenured long right, enough George? to make fun of Fernando. George is in there playing with the board. <laughs> he's not even listening. Yeah, yeah I got you. I got you. Yeah. So anyway. Or. So yeah, go ahead. I feel like you can't disrupt DJ here. Yeah. He's on a flow, and if you yeah. say something, he's going to then focus on you. No, not at all. No, we're good. I'm just trying to set up Trey, because Trey worked really hard on something that he says is a tribute to me, and I yeah. wanted to give him the forum so wait, to play it here. You employed Trey yes. to, to do a tribute to you. I actually... For White Elephant Day. I employed Trey brilliant. to do something else. That fell through, and then I told him to do this instead. What okay. Fe- what fell through? Uh, well, we might recycle it at some other point, so we just couldn't pull it together in time for this. But is there anything we need to set up here, Trey? Hang on, he's telling me about drops. Okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. Yeah, we're all uh, switching. I'm grabbing uh, the dog. This is what white, I think this is what White Elephant Day should be about, yeah, right? Yeah, some listenable radio. <laughs> no, no, no. Whoa, I, I meant people doing different jobs. <laughs> not just uh, not just what you're used to hearing, right? right? Yeah. So, Like Chair. DJ, this is for you. Who's in studio now? There's no other setup necessary, Trey? Uh, this, if you watch the Bo Burnham special, you'll get it. If you haven't watched it, it just a, it's a cool song about my, my best friend DJ. That's a lie. All right, here we go. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> oh, I love it. New ticker G for Normandy has no personality. It's DJ Ring and Burr. New ticker mate for Dan and Jake. Got some audio for Blake. It's DJ Ringenberg. Come on, DJ, you have earned it. Crush the guys who much more deserved it. ESP and his toast. DJ survived like a cockroach. Julie TC and Sean Bass. DJ makes them sound like ass. How'd this guy get this job? Come on, DJ, get him. Every little dance break. I like it so far. Everyone dance. It's pretty much over. (laughs) Just like DJ's tenure here. Oh, my God. Ah! He's screaming. There you go, DJ. That's me dying again. Oh, man, I was ready for, like, verses two and four. Dance break usually separates, like, another part of the song. That was a dance end. That was a dance ender. Yeah, yeah, oh, that was you, fun. You, that was you really did label good. it Thank as you. a dance break. Great Trey's got good flow and rhythm. He does. Thank okay, you. yeah. Rhythm. All right. Thank you. Stuff without Jared. the Thank drop you. of applause, but that was pretty good. I liked for, it a it's lot. It's for DJ, who I'm. I'm still wondering what he has too. Well, he has you as a best friend. We he is my best friend. Yeah, we love to poke fun at each other. He's a good dude. <laughs> he is funny, Daniel. You'll, you'll learn he's got a dry sense of humor. That just needs to emerge. Right. <laughs> 
Give a time check, Trey. George. It is 429 on the ticket. This is White Elephant Day. We got Dan, Dan, and Dan, and Jer, and Jub. I didn't say do a full reset. Yeah, just time. What's the time what is the time to Trey? 420, 430 on the ticket. Oh, oh. Now, food. Send us to break. Time to bake. Go bake. What? He doesn't know how to what do I it. Hit the, hit the freaking break. Well, you ain't in place for so long. <laughs> You're still training him. Oh, and oh. I have uh, written a poem for you guys. A poem. This poem is entitled, William Shakespeare writing for the Dallas Morning News right after finishing his work on Macbeth. Bringing it back to sports. (laughs) Tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow creeps in this petty pace, sort of like the Cowboys running game or the lines on Jerry's face. Last year, we stress, we stressed when Dak's ankle got broken. This year, it's his calf, and this summer, his shoulder. Oh, pray, gods of football, what will be spoken as our rain Dakota gets older and older? To the last syllable of time, and all our yesterdays have lighted fools the way to dusty death. KP's out again tonight with an injured knee. But please tell us if now it's his right or his left. Luca, oh Luca, you have so many tools. But year after year, you're surrounded by fools. We keep waiting and waiting for things just to click. You might not have loved him, but have you begun to miss Rick? Oh, Rick, I thought he was going to say. (laughs) (laughs) Life's but a walking shadow, a poor player that struts and frets his hour on the stage. Like so, so many recent Rangers from whom we turn the page. Where's Ian and Nellie and, for that matter, Gallo? For so many years, the farm system's been shallow. But at last, at last, we've begun spending cash. But often burned-up ticket buyers remember getting kicked in the ash. (laughs) Out! Out, brief candle. Going five and seven, UT fans just can't handle. But no worries, Bevo brethren, if it keeps going bad. Word on the street is that Tom Herman can be had. And stop your giggling, Aggie fans. Going eight and four wasn't in your plans. And how... Oh, how do you explain the shame that the Aggies beat Bama and still lost four games? But now at the end, you all must know the truth. This is a tale told by an idiot, drunk on vermouth. For two decades, our sports history has best just been so blurry. For years. Whoa! I hope I dealt that. 
Did that go over the air? I got it. <laughs> that was not a tribute to Norm's poem at all. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I thought maybe we could just hear it and it didn't go out over the air. Well, yeah, but I can't. <laughs> oh, you do? Yeah. All right. Don't dump it a hundred times. You just gotta dump it once. Let's all calm down. I think we erased half of Norm's poem. <laughs> Do it again, Norm. The most shocking thing ever. <laughs> I like that he said, yeah, but. <laughs> I'm sorry, Norm. That was not a respectful way to have a post game on your poetry. Well, I'm sorry, Norm. There. Uh oh. Okay. Oh, wanna, thank you. That was oh, that's Norm. <laughs> I heard her voice recently, <laughs> and it didn't all make it out on the air. Want to tease ahead? What? <laughs> all right. Five oh six. This is the ticket. Still love me. Go yes. to break, Trey. Still love me. Did you know that Tony Romo has a band? And apparently. Just as we were having this discussion about holiday songs here the last few minutes, he has okay. He's put together a band, and they've put out a Christmas song. It's a cover. I don't think he, he... Well, I know he didn't write this. This is a song that's about 60 years old or so. But he's put together a band. I don't know who plays drums, but he's got Michael Irvin on bass and okay. Dale Hansen on rhythm guitar and backup vocals. God. And they have oh they have put out a Christmas song, and here you go. I think we're the first station. I do. We are okay. We are the first station oh, to play you, this. You just got confirmation. I just got confirmation okay, from Jared. I was Jared. just checking. Yeah. Jared was just uh, confirming it. So I didn't say anything. Here you go. The Tony Romo band, the debut here on the ticket. Hi, this is Tony Romo. I like to say the name Jim a lot. I'd like to wish you Merry Christmas, and I have a Hall of Fame wide receiver and a retired scat singing sportscaster. So, here we go, Jim. Here we go. <laughs> it's Christmas, Jim. Could um, you please come home? Oh, here we go, Jim. Oh, here we go. Snow's coming down. I'm watching it. Fall Christmas. Lots of people around, Jim. Christmas. Could you please, please come home? Christmas. Church bells in town. Christmas. They're ringing a the song, Jim. Christmas. What a happy song, Jim. Christmas. Oh, Jim, could you please come home? They're singing deck the halls. It's not like Christmas at all, Jim. I remember when you were here. All the fun we had last year. Christmas. on the tree. I'm watching him shine. Christmas. You should be here with me. Christmas. Could you please come home? Christmas. Jim, please come home. Please come home! Chill! Chill! Sing and get the home. It's not like Christmas at all. I remember when you were here and all the fun we had last year. Oh my god. Got the river on that one. 
exactly. I mean, <laughs> Super Bowl. But it's not Christmas at all. No. I remember when you were here back at Cadillac and, uh, well, all the, all the fun we had back then. If I had my way, I'd hold back these uh, tears. But it's Christmas Day and Christmas is for kids. That's right, Jim. Ha, 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 ha. So you thought I was lying, wow. but Tony Romo has a band now, and there they are. Their debut. It's Look, it to be a Christmas song. Tony, phenomenal in that track. Incredible. Michael Irvin, <laughs> just holding it down. But the unsung hero is Dale Hansen. Scat singing Dale. Non-stop with ba 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 He sounds like my eight-month-old. ba 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 Holy crap, How you're a Muppet genius. How Muppet-like is that? That is freaking brilliant. <laughs> there's been I some, dig. there's been some also-rans, miniature little soliloquy-esque stories that I've told over the years that have become wannabes to my pig. One of them was a story, a very brief story that I told about um, when I was living in Memphis, Tennessee. I was in kindergarten. My father, dad, Bill, was still in the picture. And one of his, he went on this kick and bought like four pairs of boxing gloves for me for Christmas one year. And he always <laughs> felt like it was a good idea that if I ever got in a disagreement or a fight or an argument with my friends, because I had a bunch of friends, we have a great little street that we lived on in, yeah. in uh, uh, north northwest Memphis. And... It was like that typical, like, leave it to beaver neighborhood where all the kids played together. And invariably, you know, you're playing army or football or whatever, sure. and you'd get in a shoving match. My dad would take it upon himself to get out the boxing gloves and tell us that we needed to settle it like men <laughs> with boxing gloves. He was looking out the window just how waiting old? for it. Five <laughs> <laughs> or six. I was, in, I was only there for preschool, kindergarten, and first grade. So we were there in Memphis for three years. And I told the story about... This one day when I was boxing with a buddy of mine that was like four years older than me and kicking the crap out of me and a girl that lived across the street that I went to kindergarten with invited us, told us that she wanted to bring us to her backyard and show us something. And I told the story and it's become a drop and it's been replayed a million times. And <laughs> Cray Trey, you can fire the drop off here. Me and my friend were boxing in my front yard. And this girl that I went to kindergarten with was lived about three houses down, came over, invited us to her house, and said she had something to show us in the backyard. We followed her. She went through, and we stood out by her side yard with the fence closed. She pulled her panties down, squatted, and made mud right in front of me and my friend, and pulled her panties back up, and we stood there and looked at it. And then my friend poked it with a stick, and then we went back home. <laughs> True story. The strangest story I think I've ever it, heard. It See, was, it the was, reason, though, your stories because they viral. They sound like an insane man or, no, or an insane a, child you telling them. You have this them. cadence. 
Yeah, where yeah. you hang me, and then I got to hear the <laughs> next part. You know, yeah. like then it stops, and you got to get to the next. I know, I know. I sound, like, I sound like a, a guy with a mental defect or it's, something. No, it's to, wonderful. <laughs> tell a story. Why has anybody ever dated me? It's amazing. I'm actually not a dumb person, but God, when I. I sound like the biggest moron on the air, especially when I'm telling a story like that. So no. anyway, for Christmas this year, it's not really a Christmas song, but it is for Christmas. I wrote a song, and I wanted to put that experience into lyrics and music, okay? But I also, with Dan McDowell as our captain, I wanted to do it in a style of music that Dan is a big fan of, and that would be the 70s AM gold Soft rock, easy listening, the stuff you might hear on KEOM, right? Right. So I had, about a month ago, I just had this idea, this chorus that just kept playing over and over (laughs) in my head. So I sat down probably three days ago and I started from scratch in my studio at home and started working out an arrangement for this tune. And I finished it this morning at home and I I wrote wrote the whole thing, arranged it and played all the instruments on it. And uh, it took me five hours to do all this for a four-minute song. So here it is for Christmas for Dan and his favorite style of music. The story about my kindergarten doo-doo girlfriend. (laughs) The song called When She Made Mud. (laughs) Crank it up. She showed us both that day. Yeah, we poked her poop with a stick, <laughs> but we never really felt that sick. As I looked into her eyes, I watched it fall from between her thighs. Oh, poked her poop with a stick, it hit the ground like a brick. We're not even halfway done with the song. No, we're not. (laughs) She walked us to the side yard, and we stood right there and stared. Then she lifted up her skirt and removed her underwear. (laughs) She made a funny face, then smiled and counted down from three. 
was looking right through me. So we threw you with a stick. A little kindergartner's trick. As we looked into her eyes, we watched it fall from between her thighs. We poked her poop with a stick. It hit the ground like a brick. And I knew I was in love When she made my We can do, there was nothing to say The best course of action was to just walk away Now I'm haunted by the image of a tiny brown turd That's why we vowed to never say a word <laughs> Until I brought it on air of time that was so that was, 70s soft yeah rock. that was beautiful <laughs> that could have been that was dan fogelberg yeah dude. okay that's who i was trying to think of what a waste i, I finished that you tune, are, and i'm like man that that's kind of a, it's a great tune. A good song you are it's unbelievable great. it actually is i'm so glad norm was on the, the board for that yes i want to cover that I want Man, you could seriously. I want people to. I don't want you to rewrite it just yet. I want us to laugh about that yeah. song for a couple of months. Oh, but your poop with a stick. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> There's can, nothing to rewrite. On it that. can never be rewritten. Gosh, because, man, it's so good. I want that is a beautiful piece of music. It leaves nothing to the imagination. Too bad it's about a turd flying out of <laughs> the backyard. Girl's butt. I just want people walking around all weekend with that hook in their head. I'm in there. Yeah. Yeah. We pooped poop with stick. I want that. I don't. That's beautiful. I now support my decision to make you go last. Nothing could follow that. Yeah, it can. Nothing could follow. No, oh you man, can. that's the greatest thing ever. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. <sighs> Kindergartner trick. <laughs> what did Norm think about it? He's asleep. <laughs> I, Poke Norm with a stick. I thought if Danny did that in about four or five hours. That is amazing. <laughs> yes. It's incredible. It's easier than it looks. Man. Your piano playing's getting pretty good. Yeah, you know, little MIDI controller and yeah. some, some sequencers and quantizers. <laughs> That's amazing. Killer chimes. <laughs> it's a glockenspiel. Unbelievable. Da- Danny. Yeah. If you took me into your studio at home, mm-hmm. no. lock the door <laughs> behind me. Mm-hmm. Would I die before I completed my first song? 
Yeah, yes. because if yeah, I'd probably just set the place on fire and <laughs> just die of smoke inhalation. <laughs> and now it's time for People Need to Be Ripped. Starring Tony Ragu of WSPR in Philadelphia, only on Westwood One. Hello again, folks. It's Tony Ragu, and yes, sometimes people do need to be ripped. Let's focus in on the Dallas Cowboys! This team is pitiful. Don't tell me they beat the Saints last Thursday night. Everybody beats the Saints. Especially when they have a fullback throwing the football. Oh, yeah, they they played without the head coach. He had COVID. Big deal. Bulletin. They didn't win anything when he was there. They lost three out of four when he was there. He's over there farting around allegedly coaching this mess. That can't hit an open receiver. They can't run the ball. They can't block anybody. The defense gives up big plays. Until further notice, the Cowboys suck, and this division is up for grabs. They're barely ahead of the football team, and they're just a few games ahead of the Eagles. Look at it this way. The Cowboys have Dak. The Eagles have Gardner Minshew. Give me Gardner Minshew! Eagles will finish ahead of the Cowboys. Book it. The Alice Cowboys. I can't call them Dallas with that D. Mark my words, football <laughs> fans of the Metroplex. <laughs> We've heard Super Bowl talk about the Cowboys this year. Are you kidding me? Super Bowl! The Cowboys has been 26 years. Not going to happen. Won't happen until Jerry's cold in the ground. This team sucks again. And that stadium ain't so great either. Terrible sidelines, artwork, stupid high school train horn, and even a worse mascot. This team is a joke. An insult to Tom Landry and Jimmy Johnson. And they suck again. One more thing, that halftime show with Luke Combs, that sucked too. (laughs) Cowboy organization, consider yourself ripped. I'm Tony Ragu. And that confirms Tony Ragu's hot sports opinions about the Dallas Cowboys only on Westwood One. We have to carry those things now? Confirms. We should have a second take on that. Couldn't carry the spots. That was awesome. You're a genius, George. No, I'm not. That's just something we had to carry from the network. (laughs) From the network. (laughs) Westwood One. Oh, there it is. (laughs) Now we got the music. Titus and Tate. (laughs) All right. The best. All right. Now what are we doing? Uh, I think I've got one more seg to go. Seggy? Yeah. So, as you heard in the song in the previous segment, (laughs) that was my first time, the first time that I had ever seen a naked girl outside of, like, my mom. And that probably shouldn't happen when you're five. Not when you're five or six years old. No. No. But thankfully, it was from another five or six-year-old. And like you were saying in the break, kids do ridiculous things and poke dookie with sticks and... I love you all each other and all that. that and just went home. Yeah, it's like, all right, that happened. But I've never forgotten it. You know, it's something that has stuck with me. Out, yeah. yeah, for sure. So I was curious, and we can go around the horn on this, and I'm real interested to hear what Hitzkus has to say. Oh, man. Other than seeing maybe one of your parents naked, what is your earliest memory that you have? And I'm not talking about a magazine that your older cousin may have had, but the first time that you saw another naked human being in your life that wasn't your parents in person of the opposite sex probably 
the <laughs> basketball team in high school in the shower. So dudes, dudes. Okay, yeah. there was dudes. Really high football. Yeah. Okay. Dudes. And most dudes, or some some dudes, would shower in their underwear. What? <laughs> Seriously? Because yeah. you didn't want to be. Yeah. That's an embarrassing thing to do it's when you're. It's almost worst. worse to shower in your underwear, I know, right? But some guys did. And yeah, it's just it's so uncomfortable. Yeah, it has yeah. to what be. About dude? You? I've never dude? thought about this. Yeah. But it ha- it must be dudes in D- gym or DJ, whatever. DJ same? Getting dressed. I had a Uh-oh. I had a playing doctor moment when I was... Okay, uh, that's what I'm looking maybe for, like, is kids okay. doing weird crap. Maybe like eight or nine, maybe, yeah. with the girl across the street, yeah. Like, you show me yours, I'll show you mine, that kind of thing? Something like that, yeah. yeah I never played that. It was I just the, school. the kindergarten doo-doo girl from across the street. That was the first, you know, that I'd ever seen. But I used the doctor I mean, line several times in high school. It never worked out. No. What about you, Cray Trey? Yeah, a girl in preschool wanted to play doctor with me. Uh huh. And I, I think uh, she told my mom, and my mom put a stop to it. So I never got far. Okay, I but do we remember were, like boyfriend girlfriend preschool, and we we're picking out houses, and we're gonna get married. <laughs> Her name was Isla. If she's out there, Isla. Wow! Wow, that'd be something. That's desperate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> from preschool, yeah. I do remember being offered. Uh, I was fourth or fifth grade. The uh, it was an offer to do something like that, to show and show. Yeah, yeah. And I I was no. not prepared for that mentally. No, to, you would just panic. No, that, I was yeah. like, I, I, uh, oh, I got, I got to go home. Like, she wanted, she was like, come on in, and because we walked home with a group together or something, and I remember being scared and not doing it, and then regretting it later. Like, right. Man, that yeah. was my chance, because it would be many years. <laughs> That's what, before. you know, I worry about that. I worried about it with my boys and stuff, with the, the whole, fun, you know, Phones. Oh, oh! I didn't know what he was going to say there. No, no. <laughs> Started just, the uh, F just well, just the uh, or the PH. You know the pressure. You know, like because have like they, a, have they like sent... you said fourth grade? I had I had no interest. I didn't want to. Right? Have yeah. your boys sent a picture of their wiener? I hope not. From what I understand, that's very prevalent. I know. I know it is. I don't want to think about it in that community. Yeah, that age group. Yeah, I, yeah. I hope not. What about you, Jeremy? What about me? Did you ever have a uh, play doctor? Or have Honestly, to deal with- I want to say the first time might have been one of my friend's moms accidentally walking out and not realizing yeah. I was over there. Yeah. But that's it, as far as I can recall. She's just walking around the house naked? Yeah, you know, like she's going from the bathroom to her room or whatever and didn't realize her kid had a friend over and forgot to bring her towel. And Did so- she stop and look back and... One I thing led to another. Man. How old were you? Like six? I thought I'd never write a letter. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. But that never sticks mind. with you, man. The first time yes. that you see that, it's typically when it's the opposite sex, it's unexpected. It's like you walk in on somebody or some, you know, like the the story of the, the girl across the street. It's just some weird, random, dumb kid You're thing. not going to yeah. look for it. It just happens. Yeah, it's yeah. just one of those random occurrences that happens, and it's so not scarring but jarring that it just sticks with you forever and you never forget it and i wonder how much that plays on how you go forth in life as far as like if the first girl that you see naked has a certain body type if you end up going for that the rest of your life you know like that's that's your that's your kink from that point forward. <laughs> so you know what my kink is, obviously. You've been looking for girls. Yeah, girls that like to crap in front of me. Backyard yeah. and let it fly. <laughs> well, get on the internet. You'll find that. You'll have to show me where. No, I don't have to show you anything. 
<laughs> Hotcarl.com. Oh, my God. All right. Well, that's really all I had. I hope that everybody enjoyed it. I did. I enjoyed it. Okay. It made me kind of tense. And horny? A little bit. Yeah. So you guys have just been going around looking for hot guys and gyms for the rest of your lives. <laughs> that's pretty much yeah. That's pretty much it. All right. How's your board op experience been there, Norm? It's great, Dan. Let's see. Okay. Yeah. Let's, Norm played a drop. Let's get a minute of Norm. What, what do you like a up few there? In there? Yeah. What do you like? What What do you see that you like? I uh, let's see. Uniform czar theme. No. Oh, you're on page one. Go to uh-uh. about page six. Go to the smiley face. How do I change pages? Six. Oh, dear. I think that's here. All right. There's some questions. You feel on. good that uh, Trey is leading? Yes. <laughs> no. Um, let's see. Mike, do you like golf? <laughs> or would you guys <laughs> have a chulo? He's just reading the titles <laughs> of drops. <laughs> yeah, that's drop, that's kind of fun, too. Uh, that's a new take on it. Fart one. Um, <laughs> yes. Danny's doo-doo girlfriend. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's see if this, uh, okay, what's this Garrett Cowboys football. Well, it's never normal with the Dallas football Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Bringing it back to sports. Yeah. There's a couple over there about blueberries. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Here. Wait, here. Super Bowl. There you go. There you go. That's the On actual the Tony Romo okay, voice, George. Okay. The entire yeah, system. There you yep. go. <laughs> yep. All right. All right. You know the button for break? Um, no. Yes. I think it's this one. Smells like football. <laughs> <laughs> or, um, let's see. This is football, you know. It's football season. Usually we play football, so it's good. Does Jer load these up because of you? No, uh-uh. I'm just looking no, at No, I'm looking stuff. at George. And oh. he's, his I guess so. Romo obsession. <laughs> I know how much he loves Romo. Well, this is the page we went to, and I, oh, wait a minute, I, I guess I can go to page five if I want Why to. Why is Jared trying to poke right you there? as if you're a piece of poop, <laughs> George? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we're trying to find the break yeah, here now. Yeah, break. 51 on the ticket. All right, one more as we wrap things up on White Elephant Day here on the ticket. Oh, no. Good evening. Go ahead. You're on the air. Talk. Yo, what up, White Elephant Day? What's good? You're all on together. Talk to each other, P1s. Go ahead. Hey, George, how about I come over there and beat your ass? Hey, come on. Let's go. Bring it on. Come on. I will with your stupid Christmas party. All right. All right. Got to go. All right. Oh, my God. What happened? Come on. They all went at George. Come on. Let's go. George, I want to go to the party. That's fine. Come on. Maybe when I'm done beating your ass, you can play me a guitar with your left foot. Yeah, maybe you could, too. Chief, come on. <laughs> then I'll fart on your face. All right, yeah, we gotta go. That ain't gonna happen. Let's go. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Broadcasting live Hello? from the TXU Energy Mothership at Victory Park, hard by the AAC. This is Sports Radio 967 and 1310 The Ticket. KTCK AM Dallas Fort Worth. KTCK FM Flower Mound. A Cumulus Media Station.